This is NRL Boom Rookies. with me, the bloke who just called a dog a prick. It's Mitch Doyle. G'day everyone. And it's the person whose dog is a prick. It's Matt Bunga. <laughs> he, he is a he little is, prick. He is a pest. In fairness. Um, how was your weekend, pest? Yeah, good. Um, mixed bag, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, mixed um, bag. Took, yeah. took one L and one W on Saturday. So oh, good job. Yeah. Well done. How, do, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, legs are pretty sore. But rest of the um, body? rest of the body's fine. How's the heart? Always big and full of love. Jesus Christ. Uh, Mitch, you're in a world of pain. I'm sorry to hear it, son. I am. actually. Well, I had a delightful wedding on Saturday, which is uh, two friends of the podcast, Tom and Susie. Now they're hardy. And it was like it was honestly the best wedding I've ever been to, and it was the first time. Like it was really oh, low key. Sh- shots. No, sorry. Yours is a nicer <laughs> event, as in nicer place, stronger, whatever. This is the best wedding I've been to. Um, just It was low key. Two to the couple, but... um. People that didn't know, probably didn't notice in the day, but I was in writhing pain like the entire day. I don't know what I did, but I threw my back out like last Thursday or Friday. And Saturday, I got to the wedding, got through it on a mix of many, two overdosing on painkillers <laughs> that weren't my prescription, mixed with alcohol. And I, and I felt okay, but then like I couldn't walk Sunday. Fuck. Like, and I could barely walk yesterday. I had the, the miracle of massage that got me here after like, I had a massage at like an hour or so massage at midday or so. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was like 15 times better. But yeah, I've been like an old man. And now I can't start to understand my like, old people complain about back pain. It's like, yeah. oh, this isn't fun. <laughs> Debilitating. Yeah, fact. I've had it when I've been younger, but it's like, it's affected my body more than I've had it when I've had back problems in the past. And all from nothing. It's great. The, the key lesson here is never try. Well, yeah, we, that's the reason why we're podcasting today, by the way, lads. I, I, can't, I canned on everybody yesterday. And then fine. I probably would have canned them today if I'd already didn't force the, go- the guys to move it back a day. <laughs> very, very kind of you. Thank you for your, uh, thank you for your yeah, consideration. So, so here I am lying on the couch awkwardly covered in deep heat, <laughs> rubbing it on, on Bungard's couch, offending yeah, his wedding gonna, as well. Who's say. burning deeper now? Who, who, who's to tell? <laughs> Calling his dog a prick. I mean, oh, what just, a good, good start from me. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I mean, calling the dog a prick justified. The deep heat smells quite pleasant, but the other comments are just reprehensible and... Uh, just absurd. Just to, be quite, to be quite honest, absurd. Well, as a man who was at both, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you are a better place than most to form yeah, a judgment. It was. But regardless, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, your wedding was great, Bungard, right? But for example, this one was like, it just felt so much like those two people created the whole thing. There was not, nowhere near enough stupid toys your wedding for it to feel like. <laughs> this yeah. is he makes a, a valid fair. point. There was enough pop cultural references, but like, if I didn't have like 15 shit toys on my table, how would I know I'm at your wedding? That's a fair point. <laughs> Press the amiibo and you get a different Should I have phone? had amiibos instead of table markers? <laughs> you should have. We, should, we all should have got our own personalized bobbleheads yeah, or something. Could we have 3D printed you and Charlie as amiibos? Next, all right, we're having another wedding, Charlie. <laughs> I'll, I'll let her know after we finish recording because that's oh, a really good idea. Sorry for your financial, significant financial At loss. At least on top of your wedding cake should have been Charlie and Bunga bobbleheads in the office theme. Yeah. Next yeah. next wedding. Next time. <laughs> you get them next time, champ. All righty, speaking of get them next time, champ, Melbourne 24, West Tigers 22. West Tigers get champed in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, well... They, they, they were so close. Poor but guys. at the same time, you always knew this was coming, didn't you? Really? Like, they were, they were never going to win this game. Madge was sweating too much in the box for a man whose team was up by several points. Madge never must trust be a Raiders them. fan. Why? Sweating. Well, you did, know. well, he did play for them. Yeah, never say that you're going to win because you never do. Yeah, I feel like I've, you've mentioned that. It's like Tom's wedding on Saturday. He was a Raiders fan too. And I decided to realize I've got an affinity for Raiders fans because they actually go through the pain I feel like my team experiences, even though they don't. They actually go through pain. Every week. But, you know, you know, I, I feel slighted 
and I feel like you know when I lose, I'm in the world world of hurt. But that's actually a team with a fan base that has been through that, so mm. that's why that's why I have an affinity to Raiders fans. I feel. <laughs> but, it's nice, it's nice that you associate your love of them with their own pain. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, but it's like, you know, anytime the Broncos lose, I think the world's over. But this is a team that actually goes through pain. I feel like, you know, just finishing eighth is a terrible season. Yep. Whatever. Yep. So, two teams that aren't the Raiders played in this game. Yeah, they did. But <laughs> we mentioned the Raiders and <laughs> yeah. I'm on a roll here. Fantastic. I'm on a roll of ruining um, the podcast so How far. long until Ryan Pappenhausen is called the best fullback in the game? Three weeks. Uh, well, he has all the recipes of what needs to be called that, which is he's fast and he's young. Those are the two things that seem to matter. And he plays for Melbourne. That does And help. he's got a foreign name. Well, playing for Melbourne doesn't help that case, you yeah, see, true. because Cam Munster has be, never got the yeah. level of hype that other young guys have got coming through, even though he's been one of the best ones. If he was playing for, actually playing for the Tigers, where he came from, he might have been called the best young fullback already. And, and also, he's, he's destined to just be the next Billy Slater. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He can't be the best. You know? I mean, he is exactly what Matt Dufty should be, by the way. Good. Underweight. Oh, yeah. Underweight. And and fast, but Pappenhausen plays direct and plays and plays like backing his own ability in regards. Whereas Duffy runs around sideways, afraid of contact, and occasionally he'll straighten up and will have those great tries like he scored a few weeks ago. Mm. But Pappenhausen in this game, man, in the last game, we've scored scored what a try and a piece. Both of them just him running straight up the guts. You know, a little bit of elusiveness off one out hit up in this in this game got him a try. He hasn't been named at fullback this week, but I feel like that's just Bellamy being Bellamy. And I think he'll start there. Because he's just been too good in the first two games, hey. And he's, you know, this is a club now that has Scott Drinkwater still to come back. So after losing Billy Slater, Scott Drinkwater, Jerome Hughes, and now Brian Pappenhausen is just sitting there, and he's played like, as you said, like one of the best young fullbacks in the competition. Mm. Uh, West Tigers, unlucky, yeah, or just fell asleep for twenty minutes. A bit of both, isn't it? I mean, well, that yeah. Chambers try is desperately unlucky, I think. Mm. It so. is. And Moses Mbai bombed a try that, pop- that seals the game. There's Good three point. on one, and he dummies and gets tackled by like four cover defenders uh, you know, know, 15 minutes good. ago. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's game over if he scores that. And I, I would say unlucky, but, uh, but yeah, you're playing Melbourne down in Melbourne. Those are the things you, mistakes you can't make. Was it? To beat them. The Tigers haven't but the Tigers haven't won in Melbourne for eleven years or something ridiculous. No, no they won their start last year. Before that, they hadn't won for eleven yeah, years. Yeah, they, they remember they beat them twice last year, so they actually played them okay. Well, Michael Maguire still hasn't won there. Then there you go. So, hmm. Imagine if we won there. But yeah, Melbourne still have the issues of Brody Croft and what to do with his corpse. There. I mean, that's essentially <laughs> what he is. One of their many fullbacks. At yeah, half no, back. Still, so I think I think this week with surely Jerome Hughes goes down, Pappenhausen goes to, goes to fullback. But yeah, they just seem to keep rolling players off the production line. I think that's one of the things that like. I don't understand how other teams haven't seen what the Storm have done for the last 15 years and replicated that at all. Like, mm. They're like one of the only few teams that actually uses reserve grade for development purposes and nobody else has decided to follow that pattern. The pattern that was, you know, fairly stock standard up until like the mid-90s. Which they now then, all, most teams do treat it as a de facto Toyota Cup where they hoard as many 19-year-olds yeah, as they can. Or they just yeah. dump the guys at the end of their top 30 in, the, in there already. But it's like the Storm pick up these guys who are like Pappenhausen, like Adokar, who are spit out by other teams for XY deficiencies or whatever. But they have clear strengths and they think, well, we can fix you. And Pappenhausen's been coming for three years and they've worked on him and, and they have got something out of him already. But you look at other guys as well, though. This is why the Storm never overpay for like a Kevin Proctor to keep them. Is that, you know, they, again, they kept Felice Cafusi after the Cowboys scrapped him, put him in reserve grade for a couple of years. I think you'll find there was a several-year period of overpayment by the Melbourne Storm. Yes. They learned that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but after that... And they moved on. But that's it. That's why they, they, and, you know, when Tim Glasby gets offered a, a million bucks or whatever, 600 k they're like, oh, off you go. Tui okay. Kamitha's cool. ready. Next. And they picked up Albert Vete last year from the Warriors. And what's the bet when Christian Welch is gone next year? Albert Vete's on the bench or someone similar. Like, they're just so good at doing this. 
you know, actually bringing guys along to them when they're 22 or 23 and using them, whereas every other team just like, well, if you're not good at 19, what good are you to me? So Melbourne are effectively the better Penrith. Yes, they actually, actually use development. And Penrith, Penrith do the exact opposite. They try out. If you're not good enough, they punt you. <laughs> One game, mm, too yeah. many. But yeah, Christian Welch, I mean, how lucky can you get just mentioning him? Misdiagnosed ACL. How good? Well, the, the injury, when he did it, he barely even stepped. It didn't look like he tore his ACL. It was weird. They yeah. misdiagnosed he's done his ACL. He was apparently up all night crying, as you probably would be, considering he's in a contract year and probably set to debut for Origin. Now he's only done his meniscus. And that's, you know, four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Can, can confirm, meniscus, significantly painful injury. Not an ACL. I would probably be happy to have a meniscus well, and I've, get, I've, a, get I've, that I've done my up. meniscus. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what doing your ACL feels like. But yeah, meniscus, it was okay when I did it. But like the next day, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and mine's still... I have way less mobility places. than someone who tears their ACL has in terms of walking around. Yeah, yeah. You can, and you also can't like depending on where you cut, you, like where your meniscus injury is. Yeah. This is if you're an NRL physio, get in get in touch and tell me I'm an idiot. But to my knowledge, you've got a certain section of the meniscus that can't heal itself and has to be operated yeah. on. And hopefully, his isn't in that situation. Mm. But uh, yeah, <laughs> not to talk about ourselves again. But Bunga just nodding his head as the not injured man here. Like <laughs> I've got no idea what's going Ar- on. Ironically, the man with the sorest legs in the podcast. I'm sitting here with I- a brought my own heat pack <laughs> covered in deep heat, talking about one injury while I nursing ha- another. I was popping painkillers in the in the car yeah. park. But anyway, that's that's <laughs> my yeah, meniscus back, is. Back to this game again for a moment. It's good to see Benji keeping that form up. And I think Luke Brooks is like, it's bizarre. It's like, because he went through that weird early career hype, it's like yeah. now, he, no matter when he's good, he just, nobody pays attention to him at all. It's true. I th- like, honestly, for me, him and Adam Reynolds are the form blues halfbacks. Ooh. And like that, and that's, and nobody seems to be paying attention to Luke Brooks. And his team's doing better than Cleary's has been. But yeah, you know, he runs the ball, you know, still 10 to 15 times a game. Really solid kicking game. And has a nice kicking, attacking kicking game that he's developed. Yeah. And his defense has become, you know, come miles since where it was two years if ago. If you ask, like, casual fans who's playing better, Moses or Brooks, I think most would say Moses, and they would be wrong. They'd be wrong. Moses probably ha- has the better games. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But Brooks is the better player. He has, Mo- Moses, plays in those, Moses plays in those games where his team blows, a, blows another team off the field. Yeah. But he also plays in those games where they lose 19-0 to Canberra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, but yeah, um, valiant performance from the Tigers, but the feel, it just felt, as Dale said, I think you mentioned to us with 20 minutes ago, you were like, oh, yeah, the Storm are now decided they're going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> the sto- ah, the Storm have arrived. Yeah, oh, like, nice. yeah, you know what, enough of this, we'll win it. <laughs> uh, alrighty, moving on to Penrith 10, <laughs> the Warriors 30 at Panther Stadium, the Friday evening game. Why did I watch this game? Who knows? Um, Patrick Herbert, very good at rugby league in my humble opinion. Former Dragon. Former Dragon, uh, probably better than Dufty. Uh, moving on. It's uh, not a high bar. No, that's not really. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Penrith are fucking awful. They are just terrific, aren't they? They, like, I think I said this to you earlier. I might not have been against Pen- uh, about Penrith, but like, they are legit New South Wales Cup ho- hoarding New South Wales Cup players in their first grade team. At this well, point. The fact they shuffle them so often now, I mean, it's hard to tell. Who knows who? Who knows? New South what a New South Wales Cup? They player actually is. played the uh, Windsor Wolves lineup this week. And no one noticed. <laughs> Well, they, they swap is that back. their team? I don't fucking know. Coming up this week so. is... It's still Penrith. Coming right. up this week, they've got Josh Mansour and Kemal Gillard back in the side. So, um, clearly that one week in reserve grade... So that, taught, them. that taught yeah. them. And lesson learned. Dylan Matisse, it's a lesson, yeah. DWZ's gone this week. So, whatever. Bold strategy. But yeah, this is this team, like, from the kickoff till the end of the game. Did they look like half of them wanted to be there? No. Just terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. They're not buying into anything that club that club is setting up. Mm. Whatever Cleary's uh, selling, they're not buying it. And this the Warriors team just dominated from start to finish. Like 
Thirty to ten is it's it's not saying it's flattering for Penrith, but they didn't deserve to score a single point in this yeah. game. Um, and I don't know how often teams are getting shut out and they get a consolation try in the last ten minutes. Seems to happen yeah. a lot. Mm. Um, who knew that Cody Nickarima just needed to be free from the shackles of the Broncos to flourish, <laughs> to flourish, to yes. thrive. I know it's been it's very unlike Nickarima to turn up when his team up twenty four points. <laughs> I'm just shocked he didn't kick a field goal. But there. Um, but yeah, I, I just it's I mean. I think we were a little bit more down on Penrith than most people were in general yeah. in the preseason. And we always are. We always are. That is true. And we've been a little bit wrong before and a little bit right before. But I don't think anyone expected them to be quite this bad. And yeah, you look through the lineup. We said this last week, but who's in form? James Tarmow. Yep. That's pretty yeah, much good. it. <laughs> Pack it up. And yeah. Bill Kikau a little bit, I guess. A little bit, well, I mean, yeah. And then Tim it, Grant it, seems to play every three weeks and start and then can be dropped back to reserve yeah. grade. <laughs> the, yeah, kick out now is essentially Adam McDougal from those early 2000s Souths games. It was just yeah. like, you know they're just going to give the ball to their one good player so we can just shut him down. With- yeah. Milani has goodish moments. Yeah. He's, 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 like, he's forcing a million dropouts, but this team's attack is not good enough to do anything with them anyway. And like Brian 2-0, I don't know how to say, or 2-0, whatever. He debuted here and whatever. I mean, how are you supposed to stand out as a winger debuting at a team going this poorly? Yeah. Didn't look like anything. And then, yeah, Dylan Edwards back in the side and made some terrible mistakes again. Blew blew a clear try like uh, towards the end of the game. I know the game was already over, but pretty much threw the ball over the sideline on a couple of other mistakes. Just wasn't good. And then you've got your million-dollar million halfback playing as bad as he is. Mm. The point that you make about Maloney, like, it, as you we, say, I think yeah. he is just symptomatic of the problem at the moment. Like, they get in the 20, and it's all well and good to have 15 repeat sets. Mm. But, like, dribbling the ball into nobody is not going to help. Yeah, and it's, I don't know how true it is, but I saw some people saying that there was a bit of a an argument at training between Maloney and Cleary. That's not come from any legitimate source. I just mm. saw someone, some people saying that today at training. So that's interesting. Maloney's out this week from suspension. With that, but yeah, as part of that rift is obviously interesting for that team. Having your playmakers on a different page is not a great Do thing. you find it weird that Maloney seems to be already cast aside from origin plans? And pe- people pretty much already writing him out of the team. When I actually think he's probably played better than Cleary, who is in several people's presumptive teams still. Well, the problem here mm-hmm. is that you're listening to people. Right. I didn't yeah. say I was listening to them. I'm just it's paying just, attention. Because Maloney was both better in Origin last year and has been better this year for Penrith. And yet he is the one that has already been written out of every single person's team. Whereas people are still trying to make a case for Cleary to play ahead of guys like Reynolds. Well, Maloney so, would be my halfback, but I just know he's not playing at this point. Mm. <laughs> you know, it just feels like you know, he's, like as you said, he was better last year. He he, he actually has the record for most try assists in the Origin series, and that was last year. He's, he's, he set up five tries last year, and that's the most in, of all time. And he's been thrown out of the side for a guy like Nathan Cleary who hasn't really done anything. He was average in the series last year, done nothing since. But he's been kept for loyalty's sakes, apparently. But Maloney's gone. It's the whole Strange. thing because he's young. I guess he's just keeping him in there. But Maloney has been the better performer for a, for a long time, if you ask me. He's been yeah. a better player for Nathan Cleary since Cleary hit first grade. Mm. Do you think the problem is that James Maloney is not clutch enough? That's true. <laughs> He's got to be more clutch. He does too much the rest of the game. That's his problem. Uh, yeah, but over over at the uh, the Warriors' side, so Patrick Herbert's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Nick Aram will be better with a with a uh, playmaker like Blake Green. That's a better combination. RTS had a good game. Isaac Luke was also pretty solid in this game. But yeah, they didn't really f- f- uh, meet much resistance at all. I, I love Isaac Luke wearing number 22 every week. <laughs> I'm all about it. Bring bring in personalised jersey. We've, but we've yeah, they just, they just smashed him. Like, Jazz Tavanga was going for like 11 metres a run. Yeah. Just running That's all over so the That's so depressing. Pack. It is. I like Tavanga. I think he's a good player. But like 11 metres a run every run? Not Come good. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty. What, what would you consider to be good? Uh, Broncos 15, East 10, perhaps? Can I interest you in a bit of that? That was good. Hmm. Uh, Take it away. They, you, has, your boys were good. 
Like, surprisingly good. Has James Seguiara already ingratiated himself to the people with, to the point where they would elect him for mayor of well, Brisbane? Yes, I did, I did do that. <laughs> well, you did waste your vote to make a stupid joke <laughs> there's no on pro- Facebook. There's no proof that and in the end, the box. isn't that emblematic of Australian democracy? Well, I, I now live in um, the most safe liberal state area of the country, so... Well done. Change could have, change could have started with you, mate. Yeah. It could have, but yeah, but I voted did. one for same rugby league party. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but he was um, him and Turpin are the the largest difference in this side since like four or five weeks ago. There's a classic case of like, oh, the forwards are now rolling over teams. The forwards were never the problem in this side. The, the forwards always were were solid. But now the, the big difference coming out of dummy half is Turpin and, and Seguiaro. And the service has been cleaned through to Milford has engaged him in the game. And, and you know, being a little better than what wanted from Nicarima. But just like the service coming from there and even the work in defense, Turpin was putting hits on in this game. That has been the major change in this side. The like, tackle with, I think I think it was on... Uh, Ryan Hall made it, yeah. smashed him. Yeah, him and uh, Dearden and Turpin. That mm. tackle on, was it the full, fullback coming out of... Their own end, or was it? Yeah, they hit Ryan Hall a couple of times. Dearden, he is a fucking huge Dearden took man. down the troll a few times on his own. Pretty That's much, one I'm it's a fantastic of, yeah. effort as well. But uh, yeah, it was it was a real solid gutsy performance from the Broncos. It hasn't been there this year. It wasn't a dominant performance in terms of attacking display. I mean, they tried the Darius Boyd sweet trade like three times in the first twenty. It didn't work. Thank God they stopped doing that. But this is what you want to see when your team isn't playing well with attacking structures is just fight your way to a victory somehow. Find a way to win the game. And the tries they scored weren't spectacular. It's a, par- a pain Haas running, you know, kind of running a line and using his strength to go over and Sigiaro going from dummy half. But they earned those tries through through what they'd done to the middle of the field for most of mm-hmm. the game, which was run over the Roosters pack. And uh, yeah. That was made easier. And their ta- three, three big forwards were all fantastic. They were. Well, Takiyaho only played the first 20, which really helped us. Mm. But, but Payne Haas, who I think is legitimately, I think mentioned this last week, in the discussion for the best forward under 20 I've ever seen. Well, I had a look. That George Burgess season, he was 20. He's 20, so I, 21, I think. And the 21 in the second season. So, yeah, I rescind my argument. Yeah, I will, yeah that's it. Well, I kept looking How old was Emile in his rookie year? Maybe. I don't know. No, well, in his rookie year, let's, you forget about him, right? His rookie year, he was like Northern Eagles. Yes, that's true. So right. wasn't he's breaking out was like twenty one or so as well. Yeah, I think he yeah. debuted in Origin at twenty twenty one as well. So okay. Payne Haas, I said this last week, the only forward ever to average over one hundred fifty meters that at under twenty. Yeah, and that's what he's well. doing. I know he's got to go the whole year to do it, but he's got two hundred twenty three in this game, and it looks like he's going to debut in Origin this week. We'll talk about that later during the Origin <laughs> chat, but that'll be a, a hot topic around that time. Yeah, mm. for sure. But yeah, we got a great game out of Pangai as well, who who got seven offloads away mm. in this game, and then Joe O's better off the bench. But yeah, the main difference is that dummy half serve. Do you They're think McCulloch will come back into the team if they if this works? Devastatingly, yes. Even if this, even if you just win every game, then it's more difficult. But it's how many like, weeks mate, is he out? Supposedly six. So if you go four and two or five and one, do you think he comes back? I think he comes back regardless. Jeez. Okay. But uh, it's quite funny. He's in the he's in the coach's box of, of games. And that's like teacher's pet stuff. Eh? Like in his ear, like <laughs> <laughs> you got to be doing all you can, McCullough, because you're watching your job fade away in front of you. But yeah, that'll be another big moment, another test for um for Seaborn when you get there. But it's so good to see Sigiaro score that try and see what it means to him as a boyhood Broncos fan. Well, I mean, it's not the same, but Seaborn did kind of do that with Farah. Yeah, sort of the old guard getting turfed out for the young hooker that is clearly better. Yeah, but I um, mean, we wanted this a few, a, a while already with with Boyd and McCulloch, for example, and it hasn't happened. So we'll see what happens when uh when we get the get them all fit. But I do think McCulloch will come back. Hope not, but who knows? But yeah, um, Roosters. I mean, you're going to lose some of these games every now and then. They weren't they didn't win at the races. But they lost Takiyawa early, and the Broncos defended really well. 
I don't think the Roosters fans will be reading too much into this. They'll be too upset to only have your second loss of the year up at Brisbane. But mm. yeah, we'll see if the Broncos have turned the corner on it. The attack is still really stale. So, yeah. uh, righty, moving on to uh, the Gold Coast. Do we have to discuss this game? Gold Coast yeah. 16. Yeah, it was a good game. It was actually okay. a good game, yeah. Okay. Look, I'm just following the Remember Protocol. the Titans policy <laughs> here. Uh, Gold Coast Titans 16, Canterbury Bankstown 22 up at Rabina Stadium. The uh, rarely seen 16 nil dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Titans ruined that. They thought they were safe. They dodged the fourteen nil. <laughs> it's yeah. always good to take that extra, take those extra penalty goals where you can get them and escape the most dangerous score in rugby. I league. want to believe that they're aware of the meme, and that's why they. The meme <laughs> has become self-aware. I am convinced of it. I, I won't be. I won't be. Uh, won't be convinced otherwise. What mm. a terrible loss from the Titans! Horrific. Again, again. How do they keep doing it? Well, we know how. They and it was this. barely half time when I was like, "Yeah, the dogs are going to win this." Yeah, <laughs> but it's like every single time the dogs got down the other Titans, and it was some terrible drop ball from the Titans in the on the dogs like twenty or thirty, and they, the Titans just scraped away. Like that was like every try got set up by that, and they scored the back at Kieran Foran around the clock back, like maybe to under sixteens. So <laughs> has he ever played this well? And just dance all over them. But there's a couple of plays from Ash Taylor in this game that were the, the difference, if you ask me. Like, he dropped that try with the line open, missed that penalty goal, which would have put them out a six-point lead. Missed the penalty goal from pretty much in front. Mm. And then also, at the end of the game, I know the game's pretty much over, but it's the six points down. It's the last set the tight, Titans will have all game. He just gets tackled and last so tackle. Bad. Not even running like, he just gets tackled and last. I feel like he just forgot where, where he was like, and what we, he was doing. We, we, was, we didn't even look this. for an offload. You know, we joked about this uh, last season with Ben Hunt, like getting caught on the last play out wide without kicking. But like... I can I that can, at least had a, I can forgive a player an idea behind it. Yeah, I can forgive a player for you know not being aware that it's tackle five or not hearing the call from the ref or whatever it was. Like you you know that there's like twelve seconds to go in the game and you just run into the defensive line. <laughs> Didn't even try to pass. Yeah, it was and bizarre. he got like he he was tackled and then he was like oh oh yeah and then like ten seconds later the hooter goes and he's like oh that Oops. oh hang on. Well, that's not good. Anyway, he's making a million dollars a season. Good on him. Good for him. Mm. Congratulations. It's funny because when the game started, I thought it happened last year a few times. Like every five or six weeks, Bath Brennan gets the line up right by accident. <laughs> but then <laughs> this game, he had Brian Kelly at left center. I was like, hey, that's good. And he benched Tyron Peachy, had Brimson still at fullback with, uh, with Michael Gordon concussed. And in the first like 10 minutes of the game, they scored two tries through Brian Kelly at left center and through Brim- Brimson at fullback. And you're like, thinking, hey, hey, this is working. He figured it out by accident. But then Brimson <laughs> made the mistake that led to the Bulldogs' first try, which is dropping a bomb about 20 meters out from his own line. And yeah, he was, had a few good moments. He also had a few hair moments in there. But like, they just concede way too easily, this Titans team. Mm. The Bulldogs are not good enough to score as easily as they did in this game. It, it does look to me, as you say, like every time the Titans have a defensive set, they're just... They're, they're inviting the team to concert, to to score as opposed mm. to holding them out. Like they they I know that they haven't copped a massive score yet, but like as I said, it just feels like I don't know the the dogs are horrible in attack most of the time as well, yeah. but it really feels like every time they get down there, you you're waiting for them to concede as opposed to being con- being convinced that they'll hold a team out. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I thought Jaden Eichenbaugh had a, I know people talk about that Storm game where he ran over Cam Smith twice. So this is his real best game in first grade. Mm. Unfortunately, he's done his list. Yeah, that's a shame. So he'll be out for four to six weeks. That's a tendon in your foot. Yeah. Thanks to NRL Physio for confirming that it was a tendon, not a foot break to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, Jade Nockenbaugh was really good in this game. Like he, They peppered him often down Anthony Don's side. And he came up trumps on, on all occasions, really. And then set up one try, scored another two. Well, didn't really set the try up directly, but his run got them in field position to do as such. So 
Wait, I thought he had a, I thought he had a cracking game. Kicking, kicking, uh, kicking the ball to the man Twallow and Anthony Dunn. Well, I mean, I, I get the theory of doing it right, mm. but like, yeah, maybe when it didn't work for the first seven <laughs> times, don't keep doing it. Yeah, not not good. Alrighty, moving on. Alrighty, North Queensland seventeen, Parramatta ten, up at uh, Townsville Stadium. Ugh. Pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. This has got to be one of the earliest times that we've hit that drop in a game review. Like, straight off the bat. Well, no I regrets. Mean, Smashed it. Look, sometimes in the past we have forgotten about dropping like it's hunt <laughs> when we don't do them at the start of game reviews it's and best, then they don't it's get best done at all. to make sure that we it's best to make sure that we're you know. poor old Blake Ferguson is he poor he's definitely not poor okay. but still uh, yeah dropping that pass I mean questionable pass in the first place you could mm. say but it hit him in the chest and he should have caught it like a metre out from his goal line yeah and he drops it Tom Opacek scores game's over mm. and the worst part of the whole story is that Tom, Tom Opacek scored a try Again, he scored a couple of tries this year. I think it's what three. That has to be the real dropper, like it's hunt here. It does. Uh, yeah, this game though. Bludger. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite Dallas Cowboys moment? <laughs> Who's your favourite cowboy of all time? But yeah, the um, the tries they can see to let Matt Scott hit up as well. Yeah, that's not good. And In the then, sixth minute as well, it's not like yeah. he's. It's not like you're tired. He just ran over you. What are you doing? Yeah, and the Tigers. Sorry, the Cowboys lost Ben Hampton for the game after three minutes. And Mitch Dunn played in the centres. And the try he he part he put he put on for uh sorry the pass he put on for Kyle Felt's try was quite nice. But I mean, come on, ten points when that's happened to kick off, not good enough. And I know the the Eels have some injury problems. That like the back line they played wasn't crash hot either. But yeah, this team was just. It's so hard to get a read on them. Mm. So hard, and I know they just re-signed their coach, and I think that's the right call just because you need to re-sign players as well. But um, they just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty shit. The Takarangi try was extremely fortuitous. And mm-hmm. yeah, as you said, this game was just horrific. Um, Two teams that looked rudderless. Mm. Yeah, we'll come on to another it's one of those. It's just players. crazy to me, just, I don't, I don't Parramatta, I just don't understand. They are like the, they are the the purest form of rocks and diamonds, yeah. in my humble opinion. Although they've now been rocks for two weeks in a row. Mm. Bankwest so. again this week. Yep, they've uh, got another final yeah. again this week, so that's great. <laughs> so look, we'll see. How, oh, and it gets Penrith as well. So bloody hell! Oh, yeah. so six hundred. now. I mean, the real test will come the week after when they play South there. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's hard. I mean, over on the Cowboys side, I thought Jordan McLean and Tamalolo were exceptional. I thought Cohen Hess had his first like half decent game. He this did year. play well. And then for, in terms of the Eels fours, Manu Manu is really adapting well to the middle. But yeah, around that, yeah, not much going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They, they I think, are just the kind of team where they need like three away wins and to win every game at home. Like, yeah, that, well, has, that has to be the strategy to, to get into the to get into the. Finals. I suppose. I'd say they're still five and five. They're still in the yeah. eight. But it just feels like when they, once they lose a couple of troops, which they have now, the team... Just real falls away. There's you not look at you there. look at the Sharks and the Broncos lurking outside the eight, and you think that they might end up there at mm. the expense of a couple of these teams. If Parramatta don't, and maybe make the, the Warriors eight. as well. If Cody and the others, Cody keeps clicking with his new team after the so, start they've had, I'd be amazed. I mean, it, why? I mean, at this point, they're only in the eight by two by two points of for and against. Mm. So yes. Valid. But yeah, the Bank West home will have a lot to say. I about think that I think that's like an eight point. But yeah, Eight it's an interesting weekend three. that you had both the Bulldogs, Cowboys win. Cowboys want four wins somehow now. But now you've got Panthers, Titans, clear, 
clear two wins sitting on the bottom there. Like it is it is I know we'll come onto this later, but like it is a really weird feeling ladder still at this point. Like mm. we panned Manly and the Knights and they're in fifth and sixth. Uh, hey, whoa, 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 two of us tipped Manly yeah, in the, we did in the not eight. Pan but the only two people who ever tipped them in the eight. We're literally <laughs> the only two people in Australia. I panned that Manly in the eight. It's all right. Majority of people panned yeah. Manly. We also panned Newcastle though, and they're making us look silly. So yeah, well yeah. they're four, four and zero oh for the last four weeks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it is a strange ladder when you look at sixth place. It's just fifty percent, fifty fifty at this point. Yeah, mm. it's a weird comp. It's a weird ladder. Like the, the circle of the circle of uh, the circle of victory and defeat was like in the second week. Like everybody had beaten everybody else by yeah, the Yeah, it was like five week. or six weeks ago. It yeah, was ridiculous. Like, wait, We've strange. only lost yeah. one game. So yeah. it was week four. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm not being a dick. Like, obviously, yeah. for that circle of defeat to work, every yeah. team has to have been defeated. I'm just trying to tell you when we lost. You could be at the center of the circle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, don't I feel terrible? You should. <laughs> you and your good I, team yeah. got him. Yeah, and your got wins. Him, smashed him. Alrighty, Canberra 12, South Sydney 16. Yeah, ladder's not looking that weird, boys. Yeah. Fuck me. Fantastic game this Clear side. first. Mate, it feels so good. This game was like what... Uh, I, this was the exact opposite of the game that I thought we were going to get. This is a cracker. Like, like 12 the 16, doesn't say I it. did not see that coming at all. It was a cracker, though, despite the scoreline. I was yeah. at a wedding for this. I've watched the game back since. But I kept I checked the score every twenty odd minutes and I was like, oh, penalty goals. Oh, more penalty goals. This game must suck. And I watched it. It was absolute cracker. These two teams wanted to kill each other. Sam Bird just gave away so many. He should have been binned, honestly. He should have been binned several times. Like I mean, I know we get people you know, teams get binned for persistent penalties. He gave away five penalties, was it, in the first half? Yeah. Four in a row and five all up, yeah. I think. Yeah. He has to be binned. You know, the team gets a warning, the pl- he should have been binned, and I know probably I don't know if it changes the result or not, but he, he deserved to be to get that done to him and maybe it calms him down a little bit. I mean the one where he blew up at the ref was absolutely not a penalty to yeah. the point where even the commentators were saying yeah. so. But I get your point. Mm. Yeah. But then, um, but I thought Hudson Young t- took to task with him exceptionally for you know, yep. a young guy barely played any games. Holzberg as well, both they unconvinced both, they're the same people. They yeah. both did that thing. They stirred that emotion in me that is like pure anger but respect towards someone on the other team when I'm watching my team play a sport. Yeah. I, str- like, I deep down hate you, but I've I'm got like, my respect prick. you. Stop doing things yeah, that are good. Things, yeah. Stop it. And stop it. People, commentators kept calling him Corey Hawes, bruh. I don't even care if that's supposed to be his pronunciation in some other dumb language. I don't know <laughs> if it's like Welsh or some shit. It's Horsberg. It's not spelt bruh. I don't care. You've been to Edinburgh then? I'm <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, the Raiders were fantastic, if I'm, if I'm being honest. They, they had, I mean, they could have done a lot more in attack, but... Can't like too much when there's a red and green wall in front of yeah, you. Yeah, fantastic jerseys. Both too, teams were like that too in defence, really, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, there were all all the tries were in the second half. Corey Allen correctly. with a fantastic game saving play, Man. and he's ja- probably the Jarrett- fullback long term, which Jarrett is what Croker's Wayne wanted all along. So hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I don't think know. I think it might go back to AJ being Maybe there. we'll see. That um, how about you know Wayne's done a great job in you know turning in, again Ethan Lowe in the centers in this game. Ethan Lowe will be Queensland's center. In, if we're already on the wing, whatever. <laughs> I have but, no doubts Wayne Bennett can turn him into an origin centre in, what, the next three weeks. But, you no know, we, we joked that none of these Broncos have followed Wayne down. Like, you know, Roberts hasn't followed, Lodge hasn't followed, Pango hasn't followed. But the goalpost did. Save the game for Broncos round two last year. Save the game for the Ra- Ra- Rabbitohs this week. Canberra Mill. Gene, so Wayne can do it all. He just nothing wrong. That's it. <laughs> goalpost, mate. What a great recruitment move and from Wayne. my man, the best player in the comp, Cody, Cody Walker. Cody Just another Dancing. brilliant game. Scores a try, puts puts another one on. The try he set up was fantastic. He worked in a great meter and a half hands. of space. Yeah, and he just really could have only thrown that pass at that exact moment to result in a try. And he did. Mm. Throw it earlier, the guy gets tackled. Throw it later, you get tackled. No, 
Perfect timing. South are so crippled, they can only name 20 this week. They couldn't even name a 21. They legitimately couldn't. They named 20, and they're still 9-1. and one. That's a fantastic effort from the team and the coach. Like The back line now, Ethan Lowe played in the centres in this game. And you've you've lost what you've lost Eng- Inglis for the rest of his career. Obviously, you had Corey Dennis who's gone. You had Braden Burns who's injured. You had Kyle Turner come in who's injured. Who else are we missing? There's somebody. There's got to be somebody else. Uh, Alex Johnson injured. There's, oh, there's got to be somebody else. Jacob Gagan's still there, but he's not playing. He's got named. Adam Dewey's obviously still Adam out. Adam Dewey yep. injured. And Kurt Dillon. Yeah. That so is. like about, but you've got like ten million centres yeah. injured, and you've got Ethan Lowe there, who still just does a job because it's a Wayne Bennett side. I mean, yeah, we'll, well, we will lose this week because it's the Tigers, and that's tradition. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, what he's doing is nothing short of remarkable. Yeah, but yeah, the the this is just a cracking game, and t- the Raiders fans, you know, I just mentioned what they've had the uh, Rabbitohs had, but Raiders fans can be pretty proud considering they also are missing Leilua, Rapana, Tarpanay, John Bateman. And I think you could see them missing Bateman and Leilua in this game because they didn't have much idea how to score points. And I think they had one of those games, especially the last six minutes when Josh Hodgson never plays his hand. You know, he tried to put people over with barge overs for like five minutes there. The, kid, the, the, the point that Bungard made earlier about the, the Corey Allen save, mm. like potentially you dribble that in earlier, don't step away from the ruck and kick straight out of dummy half. Maybe it goes through, maybe it doesn't. But like yeah. Croker thought that he'd scored. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's on the pitch. So. I've just realised, if Souths have their three or four origin players picked, are they going to have enough players that week? To who's, play your, who's, your NRL? Reserve, who's your reserve grade team now? It's just your, your team. How does that work? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's almost you'd have, to get, you'd have to get dispensation of if, random if players. If Murray, Cook, Walker and Reynolds all get picked, then they almost don't have... Well, that's, that's down to 16 right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, because apparently Braden Burns' injury is worse than, than yeah, initially that, dissipated. Yeah, that's upsetting. So, he was ori- originally slated back round 12, and generally rugby league injuries are back earlier than the uh, the timeline's given. But, yeah, he, he's still out as well. Mm. So, Ethan Lowe is in the centres again this week. But, yeah, they, they Rabbitohs just keep rolling, and just their goal line is scrambled, and their defence is that's a team playing for each other. It's, just, it's exceptional. But, yeah, I don't know how they didn't get somebody binned. Yeah. And it's not why the Raiders lost. It's just bizarre. No. Same with George Burgess when he two head highs in about two minutes is like, come on. Mm. Like Burgess oh, that's, that's, that's next week, that origin game against Parramatta at Bankwest. Thanks, NRL. Next week. Yeah. Thanks, NRL. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's not. So Parramatta were wooden spooners last year. That is not a bad game to draw. Drawing up the origin draw and you're playing without your origin players. You, if you get given the last year's wooden spoon. Well, we could have just had a buy like 800 Well, you have the buy do. another time. No, another I don't want it now. Don't, don't want, want it now. You want it now? Yeah. Oh, well, no, we, we might be, might be have, 10 and 2. Or we could just not have these ridiculous games. Well, I agree with that. ridiculous. I agree with that. It's ridiculous every year. It ruins the season's momentum, our favourite term, but yep. it just does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, the Raiders certainly look like that fourth team in the competition currently. I know they're sitting fourth as well. But they do look like you know they're six and four. But they do look like they deserve to be the, in the top. Yeah, four. I still I still feel like there's a lot to give from that team. And as mm-hmm. you say, once they get a few troops back, then well, just like everyone, but it's so different. They've had no depth for the last few years. Everyone who steps up this year has just performed. Like who like, is Hudson Young? Yeah, Hudson Young. Ryan Sutton's he? been a great buy, as you said. I'm uh, convi- Corey again. Horsburgh. I'm convinced they're the same person. They're the yeah. same. I I logged that game the other day. Oh, yeah. They're the same bloke. Just one of them yeah. went and got his haircut finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alrighty, speaking of getting your haircut finished, St. George Illawarra 12, Newcastle 45, Matt Dufty is the worst player in rugby league. Is he? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I've always been on Dufty as in a first grade fullback island, and people are now flooding. <laughs> and he's been dropped, as deservedly so. You know, if I was a slight man, I would simply get as high as possible in a tackle and get dragged back 15 yes. metres every time I run straight into contact and then hope. <laughs> 
hope beyond hope that I get dragged. Can you pray while being lifted off the ground with a rugby league ball? I hmm. suppose not. Um, look, I, I don't want to slate the Saints too much here. Why? We'll get to that. <laughs> I thought Newcastle were fantastic. They were. Yeah. You're right, actually, let's give some credit before we start bragging the we'll, other team. We'll get, we'll get, no, we'll get hate. If if we try to immediately disparage the other team, alrighty. So as is our want. That's yeah. enough. That's enough. With that being said, the Dragons they were horrendous. They were horrendous. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This this um, this night's performance. It's sparkly. not necessarily that it had come been been a long time coming, but mm. man alive, they really figured it out. And I know that they played the Saints played into their hands by just being fucking woeful. But, but mate, like the they were put them, so they put good. To the sword, the they were so good. They were like I mean that's the big difference I guess is that this is probably their best win in the last five or so years because. Another team didn't lay down, but another team gave them opportunities. They took all of them. Well, mm. it's That's just, it. It's they, crazy. Like, I mean, this was this was Nathan Brown's out four weeks ago mm-hmm. after they got pumped by the Titans. They won four games in a row. Yeah, yeah. good on them. It's, it's still a chance. But, um. it, it to me, there was there was a lot of stuff that was reminiscent of teams in the last few weeks that we've discussed about constantly going side to side and being really predictable. And and again, there was a lot of that from the Saints in just trying to play. I don't want to use a cliche, but we've said it on the show before. Trying to play wide before you before you've earned the right to do mm. so. If you can't break and push the line back, you can't expect to score sixteen, seventy meter tries from your outside backs every time you get the ball. Yeah, and I, and I think on the other side of this, a really worrying sign for the Dragons of this game is that most of the points they conceded came through the middle and the edge. Like mm. they like the Knights just smashed them to the middle and then attacked their edges a little bit. Like. You know, there was no real try scored in the corner, for example, of great set plays. He's like crumbled in the middle, thirty meters out from your goal line there most was, of the game. There was those two tries that Ponga scored, where <laughs> you hey, look, they were good tries in in all fairness. But as oh. I said, made made to look a lot easier when he's running through broken traffic, and if you if you can't make a tackle, you've got to at least put some stop on the momentum. Like, you've got to at least slow him down. Well, that's it. I mean, Dufty has every right to one of the many times he's one-on-one to make one of these tackles. One of them. And he can't. And it happens every other week. Am really. I asking for too much? No. No, just do something. And he does it. And like Ponga, it's good to see him playing this level again back at fullback. And that's where he, that's where he justifies the hype. When he's at 5'8", and we're talking about he's going to be the Dallium there before he even played a game there. Ridiculous. But good to see him back playing this level of footy. Where he, where he belongs at fullback. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he, he smelt blood in the water with how the uh, sorry Dragons are playing and he took full advantage. I mean, he abused Tyson Rizal on that edge, which is a weird thing to say because Rizal's been a great player for a long time. But I guess with the in and outs, first grade, with the injuries this year, not playing at the top of his game. But you know what's what's hilarious is that Mitch Pearce has more Dalian points than Damian Cook. Mm. Four oh, good games. What a world. I enough. don't find that funny. Yeah, it's just, I, just It's just embarrassing that, like, once again... But <laughs> my team is going to have the best player and he's not going to win the Dell M. Yes. Whether it's always. 2014 or last year or this year, one of them, Burgess Cook and now Walker, or Cook, whichever one, they've both been brilliant. How many mm. does Walker have less than that as well? Uh, I, let me double check that one. I just remember, remember that. Because Walker has been better than Cook. but uh, Walker has got less. Jesus. So Mitch Pierce is second now. Who's first? Uh, Kent Munster, Munster. yeah, Miss Pierce because he's had four. He's got three points in four games. Yeah, so he was he was absolutely shit house for five weeks. There's no where people wanted him sacked. Yes, Knights and then and shit house for five weeks and then four good games can get you in this position. Second best player in the comp, allegedly. Yeah. That's just how this dumb system works. Well, mate, this is this is Luke Brooks' halfback of the year last year when he was the oh exactly. Best That's it. But like you look at it, I mean, yeah, Damien Cook's on eleven, Walker's on ten, Burgess on ten. So, 
It's okay. That's you. you get for having too many good players. <laughs> that means you can't have the best player in the game. That'll show us. That'll well, show you. <laughs> Melbourne have the best player in the game, and he's not the player leading the Wait, Dalian Oh, uh, He's on 12. Though. Melbourne have a weird thing in that they only they have get, all won one yet. So they only get Dalian points one, only right? go to them. Like, but yeah. it's like, it's, whereas other teams, you know, I don't know. Sometimes Ethan Lowe will get a point, or yeah. Braden Burns will get a point, but no. Yeah, well, Adam yeah. Reynolds has eight points as well. There you go. That's it. Like, it's shared around. This, it's, it's, this system is just broken. It's shit. I don't, if you need this explained to you again, you I don't. Like, honestly. I no, just, no, no, no. I what just they, laugh though. Pe- people, if you want to, if you want to have this explained, you go back and listen to the last 150 episodes. We yeah. could do with a re-listen. I despair. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's I, just funny. That's all it was. Like when John's almost won it when the team got the spoon and he yeah. played like 14 games. Well, Hayne won it when they won eight games. Yeah, it's like what are we doing here? Like, and then Pierce was really close to top last year. He played mm. half the season, but even then, I don't know how he was judged the best player on this weekend. Brent Finch that came second one year. Yeah, I'm but like. Sure. That's um, it. Bad teams are awarded. Well, and but it's weird that it, it looks like it's going to happen again. Where Munster winning would be fine, but it's just everyone after first is a train wreck. Yeah. So I know that's what happens all the time. It's like some, it often gets the right person with the yeah. wrong process. If Munster won over Cook or Walker, I wouldn't be mad. But if Pierce won it over those guys, it'd just be. Shut the whole thing down. <laughs> at least no one's really gone with the bring Pierce back to origin takes. I've at least. seen surprisingly oh, none I've of se- that. I've, yeah. I've seen enough to warrant... Have you? Like, I've literally not seen any. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, like, you he was it. good in Name this game. Name one person yeah. on Twitter who you've heard of. That oh, was, not on Twitter. Michael Ennis has done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Pierce was good in this game, but I was just laughing at that. And then yeah. Clemmer was, you know, being the player we expect. Um... But as for the Dragons, as, as Dale mentioned, we'll get to hammering them now. They I mean, were, <laughs> they had too many spine players. Now they don't have enough. I know. Now we're like 10 weeks overdue Rafa Lava getting dropped. It's finally happened, but he right. shouldn't have been there in the first place. He He's bad. been pretty shite the whole time. Mm. Finally, he's been getting dropped. Dusty's out there. So Lomax is at fullback. Ewan Aitken's back in. And Jonas Pearson is on the wing, who I would have rather played Broncos legend. And yeah, they really did, as you said, not enough spine players now. I mean... It's just funny how that works. They had a lack direction the entire game. I'm not going to blame the halfback for them losing this game because they were blown apart. But like Hunt wasn't exceptional when in the game. He did set two tries up, but he wasn't really much of a leader. And we know he's not. He had that. He had that fantastic tackle to have the ta- have the it try did. taken off him. That was George Gregan esque. But yeah, as you say, that I spoke to Dad about it this week and said that was probably the worst performance I can remember. Mm. Like as a whole team for a whole game. Against a team who is, in all honesty, not that great. Yeah, they rudderless is a fantastic word. Dad, Dad just sent me th- three three pictures of turnstiles. Yeah, that's it. I mean, when Luch- I love Luchan Lua, when he's your, when he's your best playmaker in a game, that's not a good sign. No, like he's a fat forward, but that's what he looked the most likely to make things happen for them, which is just not great. Mm. But yeah, Knights now four in a row. They come into though. This is you this know, is their nightmare three weeks. So every team, by the way, this season so far has lost to the Knights has won the next week. Every team so far, so all five people have lost to them have won the game after. So Dragons versus Shark, they're special maybe. But, but Newcastle's next three. But Newcastle's next three is the real test. They have the Roosters this week. And then they have the bye. But after the bye, they have the Rabbitohs at ANZ. And then they, then they play the Storm. Could, that's literally the worst three weeks you could have. Yes. So. And so they win one of those, you're stoked. But you can fall from this 5-5 five and five and you're cheering to 5-8 and eight again all of a sudden. And you, see, you feel your season's over pretty quickly. So. Especially if they get a score put on them in a couple of those games. I mean, you've got, I think it's like the perfect time to play the Bunnies. You couldn't ask for a better time to play them than backing up an Origin game. 
They haven't on beaten a Friday South since the yeah. LOL at South sign in 2011. That is the last time they beat South, but this is yeah, a pretty good time go. to break yeah, that down. They get them the Friday after Origin. Yeah, so bloody hell. Um, this, this, fuck, I just fucking hate State of Origin. Like, it's so <laughs> shit. It is. So we can like, talk about that later. We're just going to get handed two L's by teams that don't deserve to beat us just yeah. because our players won't be there. Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. And uh, on the Monday, the Bulldogs and the Dragons got the long turnaround. The Bulldogs, as you know, lots of Origin plays. Well, Dylan Arthur is going to play Origin. <laughs> So obviously, you know, they need the turnaround, but yeah. Any, any, is there any more games this week? No, that was it. No, yeah, one more. See one more. Mate, All righty. Cronulla Sutherland, 14. Manly Warringah, 24 at uh, the Left is Bad Stadium. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Now, this is a rarity. <laughs> we argued about who should get it. And I feel that you've made the right decision. Well, they're best friends. It's Dorgerson got it. <laughs> they both get it. Yeah, mm. they do. Josh Dugan dropping two bombs that are directly to tries. <laughs> As like, you know, you're, you're an experienced fullback. You have literally no excuses. And he drops a bomb almost every week. Dropped two. Like One of them went back to Kane LG from his own bomb. Just pathetic. And, you know, they lost by 10, but... The the Seagulls' points came from yeah two drop bombs uh, a, f- a forward too early Adam Fenwick got put over by Tavoyevich and then Brendan Elliott dominating. Brendan Elliott's been sneaky good. This he has year. been, mate. Just Des, that great coach. As those of us still on the Des wagon, which was just me and you. Yep. And I think Des. <laughs> Des, <laughs> was, Des was probably involved. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Des has got to you know he's got to push his own but, car. Yeah. There's that. Josh Dugan cops it, and then Bronson Sherry close. Yeah. Line open, drop bombed another try, and then dropped. I know the game was over, but the last set of the game, they get a quick tap. There's about a minute to go, and Dugan runs right and gives it to Bronson Sherry, who again drops one straight to his hands. He he uh, 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 is what you're saying that Bronson Sherry is too fast. He's too fast. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, he's he's he he's the opposite of what's his name in the Incredibles. The Flash. I don't know. Jesus. The fast guy. Who oh, fast runs quick. Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking of like the Flash. The Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Sorry, uh, that's poor from me. Yeah, so yeah. You of all people to not know the kid in the Incredibles. Well, I did know it. I just nerd. blanked on the what we were talking the, about. There's right. been a lot of Ben Pomeroy comparisons for Bronson Sherry's hands, and it's good to see Sharks fans who have been coming oh, after no, me for the last Dash. few weeks. Jack Jack's the baby. There you go. Yes. Sorry. Of course, but, Dash fast. That makes yeah. sense. But yeah, the fans, Sharks fans, have been coming after me. But I think they've all jumped on board now that he shouldn't be in first grade. But your boy Rostock came out with the comparison of a young Colin Best for Bronson Cherry. I think that's just so apt it almost hurts. Because uh, firstly, obviously, speed merchant. Secondly, got dick fingers. And thirdly, eyes too close together. It's just a perfect comparison. <laughs> that's Rostock's been great on Twitter recently. Yeah, he's getting loose. Of, out of, out of, a, out of well, retired for like four weeks and he's getting looser. That's good. That makes me happy. But yeah, also showing also showing throwing shade at his own employers or former employers. Yeah, after the Ponga Ponga saying, "Well, maybe he should never have gone to Fomet." Yeah. And he threw shade about Danny Levi as well, like, as him playing well, just back him in. But yeah, I mean, this, Sherry's not the first guy to come in the first grade to have problems with his hands. But the ones who've had it in the past also haven't turned out as fantastic players. Like Kenny Dale has turned into a good player. Kemo Marlowe has turned into a good player. Mm. But like. It's not really a great sign when your brain seems so switched off you can't catch a ball thrown literally at your hands on a regular basis every other week. Just not. But there we go. He's still Manly. in the first guy this week. Manly. But Manly. Good. Good enough. Solid. I mean, they won a game with, again, Cade Cast debut in the halves. 
So they had Cade Custard at 5'8". They had Brendan Elliott at fullback. And they won a football game again. Is this the first Kane-Cade-Harbs combo ever? I thought, that this yes. was a, I thought that this was a typo. I'll be honest. Yeah. I had no idea that this was a real person. <laughs> I just think it was Kane Elgie and they just put his name there twice. Yeah. And spelled Bigley, his last Bigley, name what are you doing? extremely incorrectly. Yeah, and I think this year... So Jake Devoyage is getting less attention because his numbers aren't as insane. So he's getting less super coach attention. I think he's been a better player for this team, though. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. Again, in this game, you know, he put Fenua Black over for a try, who is fantastic as a front row at the moment when he's on the field. He He's in probably the top five. Yeah, in four, definitely. Mm. But yeah, Jake Dvojevic has had his role stripped back a little in terms of how many times he's carrying the ball the game or how much hard he's working in defense, but he's having more impact with his touches if you get me. He's not running 20 times a game, but his ball playing has been a bit more of a strength in that regard, and I've been mm. relying on it more with those with those halves out. Putting, then, him, in the, putting the, him in the John Asiata mold, but with less running. Yeah. More passing, yeah, less more running, passing, kicking go. to yourself. <laughs> Will we see a Jake Trebojevic trip and shake this But Yeah, this but the, their defense is so sold, though, that this, the Sharks ran out of ideas. There was one tackle, if you remember. Fafita was, like, standing still for, like, 15 seconds. <laughs> like, will someone tackle me? Because they have no idea what they were doing. What's and the opposite of big man season? <laughs> the tries they scored, I mean, Chad Towns had a nice grub. But the one that, that Bronson Sherry bombed is it took Brad Parker to falling over for, for that one to have an opportunity. Like, mm. they just didn't look like breaking Manley's line most of the game, really. The first one, again, was Bronson Cherry chasing a kick that took an unlucky bounce, and it, and it bounced up to his hands. And then Hamlin Ueli scored off a quick tap for a big man season. Try. I have like, a lot of time for him as well. He's been great he's this great, year. He's yeah. great, He has been. But, um, but that's it. Like the Manly's defense was almost impenetrable in this game. The points that Cronulla scored were all from real you know, shit tries. Yeah, <laughs> fluky plays. It, they, they do feel a bit like that this season. Like I know that... You know, John, I know Johnson's out, and they've they've yeah. got a few injuries issues, and they've got players who are down on form. But they they really do. Every time I watch them, I just feel like something has to go really weird for them to score points. Yeah. Like they don't score very many like pretty regulation yeah. pass, well, pass, pass, run through a gap tries. I think when they have like I was again, I don't like Moylan, but he's he's rolling that structure will make a big difference. Yeah. He's in the twenty one this week. If he comes back, it'll be a big difference. But but yeah, they are um, mainly in our six and four. Somehow, what a world we I mean, fourth. obviously, me and you picked them in the eight, Bunga, but they have no right to win with the team on no, paper right like now. So they're held together by sticky tape, and then they're getting, but they're going into with. the Titans this week. So they're going to be what seven? Kane Elgi revenge game. Yeah, and then yeah. they host Penrith. Wow, that's quite so a they kind could couple of weeks. Yeah, if you win, you know, even one of those, you're looking still pretty pretty. But they could possibly be eight and four in two weeks. Mm. All right, we'll pick next week's games. Speaking yeah, of. why not? Uh, Parramatta versus Penrith at yeah. the Nuevo Estadio Parramatta. Parramatta. Give me Parramatta by several. Yeah, Penrith made a million changes again. Yeah. Well, that, that'll serve them well. That's yeah. gone well. So, as them. I mentioned earlier, Mansell back in. Uh, Jerome Luai in for the suspender. James Maloney. Campbell Gillard back in. Tim Grant's gone. Frank Winnerstein on the edge. Fisharis back to lock. Liam Martin back to the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Fer- Ferguson, playing in, Ferguson playing in the centres and they've, for Parra. Yeah, and so. they've got their fourth young hooker in the extended squad. They've got Mitchell Kenny on the bench there, so maybe he might get a run for mm. another guy at hooker. But yeah, Parramatta have some injury issues still, but I'm taking Parra. They've got Bevan French in the 20, so you That's never know what could happen. Crisis. Yes, please. Uh, alrighty, Manly Warringah versus the Gold Coast at Brookvale on Friday evening. Manly. Manly. I can't see anything else. Do we have to discuss this game? No, moving yeah, on. There's not much to discuss. Alrighty, Friday night. One hit wonders again. <laughs> That was good chat. That was good chat. They got no, a lot that of was for the Bulldogs, though. Yeah, the true. <laughs> it was. Well, it was the Titans-Bulldogs game. <laughs> uh, Newcastle versus Eastern Suburbs at Hunter Stadium on Friday night. This is going to be a great game. I can't see opinion. the Roosters losing two in a row. Me neither. 
give me the Roosters, and I will say by 1 to 12. Yeah, that sounds about right. All righty. Uh, Mitch is giving me the give me the Roosters look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very strange look. Quite yep. not sure what's going on there. Uh, all righty. Canberra versus North Queensland at Bruce Stadium in Canberra. Can- 3 o'clock yeah. on Canberra. Saturday afternoon. On. Canberra. Canberra. What are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, who will who will get more meters? Yep. Uh, Chance Nickel Clockstad or Jason Tamalolo? Tamalolo still. Yeah. Fair. Uh, alrighty. So Canberra for that one. New Zealand Warriors versus Brisbane at Mount Smart. The Doyle Bowl. Nick Rimmer revenge game possibly. Very quick revenge game. Very quick. <laughs> Has he built up enough time to have a revenge game? He hasn't been there for. Long I'd enough. argue this is the best yes, time to have a revenge game. But the Instant, iron's still hot. Instant revenge. Mm. He's going to score the winning try and give Seabold the finger from the field. <laughs> Warriors. Um, yeah, Broncos and Warriors it's historically a, a strong clash in terms of Warriors always tend to turn up against us, but I'm going to pick Especially Brisbane. that time Kevin Campion repeatedly punched Shane Webke in the head. Yeah, he did. Then there was that time uh, Casey Maguire also got punched in the head. There was a lot of head when punching. It, when that guy didn't do anything wrong. Monty Beatham, there, okay, yeah, Monty Beatham. <laughs> I wouldn't, if Monty Beatham was punching him in the head, I wouldn't risk trying to make him madder by yeah. trying to hit him back. I would just take the punches. <laughs> just go limp. <laughs> Give me the Warriors. Alrighty, Souths versus the West Tigers at the Olympic Stadium. Give me Wests. Wests have dropped my Fenua. Give me, so give me Souths then, in. sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a big one. They made a few changes. Also, Ben Madalino's back, uh, oh, back last week anyway, but yeah, we'll see. But I'm still picking uh, Souths. Where's They're David Nofaluma at? Come on. Give yeah, the guy a run. He's in the AT. Maybe he'll get in there, but yeah, Souths it is. Ethan Lowe in the centres and all. Is it? Is it NRL Indigenous around this week? I don't know. This week, was it? yeah. Uh, Corey Thompson, sick boots. They te- they're terrific them? boots. They're fantastic. More um, of that stuff. I, I, I honestly think we're going to lose because we always lose to the Tigers. Luke Brooks will play like Andrew Johns and we'll wonder where it all went wrong. Uh, yeah. Good Andrew Johns or a sleep good on the floor Andrew, Andrew Johns. Johns. Okay. Uh, Sunday afternoon at Belmore Sports Ground. Oh, Bulldogs yeah. versus the Storm. Jesus. Hey, doggies play okay against the Storm. They do. They yeah, were the t- yeah. They, that's that's true. But they still, did. I'll take the storm. Yeah, of course, I'm taking the storm. Yeah, storm for me too. <laughs> and the just, so Drone Hughes is named at fullback. So hopefully Pappenhausen starts there and Hughes takes a cross jersey. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and the worst game of the week: St George Illawarra versus the Sharks at Wollongong Stadium. Mm. Um, can neither team win? Can we have Cr- a draw and they Cr- just Cr- play Nola, forever? I think. Why not? So a couple of changes for for the Dragons. Corbin Sims is in the seventeen now this week. Uh, Reese Robson's on the bench. Uh, you've got uh, Zach Lomax at fullback. Uh, you have J- Jonas Pearson on the wing. And then over at Cronulla's side, you have Matt Moylan's potential return in the 21. So a bit of a shake-up. I don't know how I can back the Dragons still with Jai Field in the halves. Hmm. I'm going to go the Sharks. I'm going to go the Sharks as well. You've never picked the Dragons, though. No. Even when you are good last year, you've yeah, been the Dragons. Never. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. It's news time. Biggest news of the week the Cooper Cronks has announced his retirement. I mean, we kind of all knew that was coming. Yeah, we all knew. That was coming this year at some point. But yeah, there's a lot of good, there's a really nice players voice article out there if you want to have a read, which is why Cooper Cronk, but the second page of it is Trent Robinson and Luke Heary, and I think that page there 
defines who Cooper Cronk is more than, than anything I've read before, so by, by players or colleagues, which is essentially that Cooper Cronk is more than just a, you know, he's not he's never been naturally talented or the world's best player, but he's, as uh, Trent Robinson called him, the best teammate or best team player he's ever had underneath him. He's be, you know, he pushes this coach to be a better coach, pushes players around him, and is essentially another coach on the field. And I think, you know, you can see what's happened with Luke Keary since he's been there. Keary himself spoke about how Cronk's taught, taught him to slow down from 10 out of 10 when he has the ball to 3 out of 10. And I think that's shown because Kiri used to always play like he'd had red cordial. And you've seen that now he's been playing slower, he's playing better. But yeah, Kronk will go down as probably not an immortal, but the level below, Hall of Very Good. We've got to scrap immortals and just have a Hall of Fame, yeah. honestly. Yeah. We have got a Hall of Fame, but no one uses it really. But he <laughs> we've, had still, the, we've had that exact exchange like 20 times. Yeah, we have. Uh, but I think Kronk is probably the best pure halfback of the last 20 odd years in terms of like. He's never going to win you a game from a you know from his own fantastic run or blow a blow open, but you know he's a great leader, good at steering his team around, has a great kicking game, and if your team has a weakness, he will pick you apart and not go away from that. Yeah, you know sometimes when you're watching the game as a fan, you're watching someone on the team have a stinker, and you keep asking why aren't we going at that guy? For example, you know, and I'll draw back to for Cooper Cronk's example. Of this is like when the Broncos played the Storm two years ago at Suncorp, and Nick Rem had to play in the back three because of the injuries early. Kronk set six, set six tries up, going at him no matter where the Broncos put him. We tried to hide him, but the whole game, Kronk picked him out and found him. And that's what he's been good at his whole career is not directly himself take, tearing teams apart, but making sure his, his team took advantage of all opportunities they got in terms of opposition to weaknesses. But yeah, sad to see him go. But I mean, this, we all knew pretty much when he signed, it was like two years at the Roosters and off to Winter a media gig. and then off yeah, he goes. Off to a media gig. And it couldn't have worked out better for the Chooks, obviously. Mm. Mm. Good, and good luck to him, I say. Seems, as I said, as, as you've said, and other people have said, just seems like a nice guy, like yeah. one of one of few. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we all have our foibles, but he's one one bloke who I've always had a lot of time for on the field. I think he's a fantastic player, but off it, I've I've never had a bad word to say about him really. Mm-hmm. And that's not from somebody who's a Storm or Roosters fan. So, yeah. and I hate all people. I'd be sad to see him go. But yeah, I mean, we're at that point now. We see we seem to be losing a legend every like three weeks. So. Yeah. So who's next? Hopefully Darius Boyd is. Mm. Wow, <laughs> he's a legend. Uh, you, we were right; it is Indigenous round this week, so that'll mean that all the players will be wearing their Indigenous jerseys, which is pretty sick. South's a very good one. Mm. Mm. I'm loving the Indigenous boots, as you mentioned. Yeah, Corey those Thompson's boots are sick. sick. Yeah, um, there's a there's a few because I know A League players do the same. There's very few Indigenous players in the A League, but you you always notice when they they have those those boots designed; they look awesome. Uh, it's, South's having a, a good Indigenous jersey. Who would know? A team that has a historical connection to an they're Indigenous population. Good. They're always really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, judiciary, Any anything interesting? Maloney's out. Let's just go to Origin. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, what the punters so, want. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just oh. trying to hang along. Origin. So we picked our teams. You guys did, and I will critique them. You oh. are so lazy, it hurts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it, yeah, I like that one. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, should we start from the Blues? We'll just do let's, position. Let's of- let's say firstly, this is like the first time ever it's been hard to pick Origin teams. I also yeah. had to do a late pivot because while we were recording, Pangai announced he would not play for New South Wales. Did he? Yep. Oh, oh that's news. There you go. Okay. Hey, back back to news. Hey, <laughs> yep. Like, Pangai's like back. during the time we've been recording the show, he declared for Tonga. So my lord, he, mate, that guy. I love my boy Davida, but make him wind up. He is <laughs> Freddie Fitler's biggest cock tease, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so that's changed my team slightly. Um, <clears throat> is he negging Fitler? Perhaps. Maybe. So full fullback, James Tedesco. Controversial. Pretty controversial take. What, who did you have? Yeah, obviously Tedesco. Oh, okay, yep. just checking. Um, on the wings, I had Ferguson and Adokar. 
Yeah, look, I tossed up here. I went Ferguson, Adokar, and the only other, per- only other person I really tossed up was Daniel Tupo in terms of putting on the left edge outside of um, the, you know, the Roosters' back line. And he's been in pretty good form. I'm not picking Nick Cottridge. Many people are, but he's too stupid. No. Ferguson very, goes back he in. He's very stupid. And then um, Tom Devoybich comes back in when he's fit. So Ferguson's the guy I pick because he's probably playing one game. Agreed. Yep. Uh, centers, I went with Latrell Mitchell and Jesse Ramian. See, we, we, we actually line up there as well. So I, I'm on Ramian and... It's just funny, people whinging, oh, he's not, he hasn't deserved it, doesn't earn it, whatever. It's only there because everyone else is injured and, or not yeah. playing first grade. Um, Josh Morris... You can't pick re- James Roberts out of reserves. You just can't. can't. Josh Morris recalls potential. I'm not there. And the other pe- player people are throwing up is Jared Croker. And I'm sorry, he's not playing well enough anymore. Yeah, not not this season. I don't think he's been in great form. And, and plus, he's not, he's not he been the best. He should have been picked for several years. Yeah, yeah. now he's not. And it's like Nathan Merritt all over again, who yeah. then did get picked when he was too old. And exactly. it was a disaster. There's no, there's no point now. I mean... No. And, and you know you're one of Jared Croker's biggest fans, yeah. and I'm actually quite surprised you didn't say his name. But yeah, it's uh, that's it. Just because he's been the better option for like eight years doesn't mean he's the better option. I right would now. hate yeah. to see what happened to Nathan Merritt happen to my boy Jared Croker. No, and he yeah. hasn't been exceptional this year. And then I know I'm, I'm one of the people that thinks talking about over side of the field can be can be overrated, left or right side. But mm. Croker's only been on left forever. Yeah. Has had defensive issues in the past, and you're going to ask him to move over there. I don't know. I'm going with with Ramian as yeah. well. Yeah. Physical player will do some hard work in Origin. Um, who are your halves, Mitchell? Because we've definitely got a cha- different different point of difference here. So if I'm, I'm picking the team, there is zero chance I pick Luke Curie ever. I agree. I never pick a guy who wrote a letter to the CEO to play for the this other state. This is why I didn't pick him as well. Mm. So maybe we do have the same team. Yeah, Luke, oh. yeah we probably do. Maybe, actually, no, we don't. We have a different halfback, definitely. But like that's it. Like So for me, straight away, I don't pick Luke Curie ever. Yep. I question his dedication on the field. I would, definitely. I know he goes for the other state that we're playing against. There's literally only two teams in this in this competition. Yes, again. And again, <laughs> he wrote a letter to play. He was so against yeah. me. And he got stuck as a blue. I could never pick him. Think he about would, it. You wouldn't play. You wouldn't pick someone who grew up worshipping the All Blacks to play for the Wallabies. No, like, I mean, you mean like Quade Cooper. And look how that worked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you flip it around, right? There was there's zero chance Queensland would ever pick somebody who ever even contemplated saying that. Yeah. Like, legit, that, that's just how it is. I would never pick someone who said that publicly, 100%. let alone write a letter. So, for that, no, with that never. in mind, Cody Walker's the obvious choice. Obvious choice. He is the form player of the competition. Yep. He's the, he's the only choice now. Mm-hmm. Little slap. Which idiot have you put at halfback? You big buffoon. Well, because I picked Adam Reynolds. I'm not picking Nathan Cleary. I'm not. I would have picked James Maloney, but I know he's not playing. I just know they're not picking him. I picked Luke Brooks. Just to annoy me? No, not to annoy hot you. Hot take. I it like is a hot it. take. Um, I've not picked Adam Reynolds because he's, he's got, he would be my other option, Brooks or Reynolds. But I think Brooks has been, has been a good, solid player. And my issue with Reynolds is, again, the fact he hasn't got a running game really hurt him last time at Origin and will mm-hmm. hurt him again, in my opinion, when he plays Origin because... I think people sometimes forget that it is really a step above when you watch it, how it's played on the field, and it's a faster game. And when we had Adam Reynolds play Origin last time, is that when you haven't got a running game, it was really easy to pressure and kicking, and his kicking game is his biggest strength, and it wasn't there anymore with the kick pressure. And then he can't... He's not one of those halves that if you pressure him and kick, you're not really worried about him dummying. That's a fair point. So my, that's, that's my big my concern My counter there. to that would be that Luke Brooks has never played in a finals game. Yeah, he's... Never played in any sort of big game, but really. I don't like that. That's the cop Adam, out. They didn't get Cody Walker picked two years ago. It's a little bit different out. though, because in this case, your other option is a guy who does have a huge chip on his shoulder because last time he got picked didn't go so well, and who does have a shitload of big game experience under his belt. And on top of that, plays his club football with the hooker and the five eight. He does. But you argued your point well, and I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and mm. I, honestly, there is no right choice at seven. It is not. Adam Reynolds is the, probably the closest to the right choice. I've just gone a different way because I like Luke Brooks's running game, yep. and he has a good solid kicking game as well. But 
Again, I'm not picking Cleary. He'll probably get picked. I, I just can't. You cannot pick a guy who's played terribly for the team that's coming coming last. last. Like, and I know as again, it's not always a reflection of individual performance, but, but he, he has not well. been good. And last year, the cop that I've heard from many Blues fans since last year, wanting to stay there, is that he didn't let us down. So is that was that your halfback or a prop? Yeah, not letting you down is your is a halfback failing. Okay, yeah. like he was in a team that dominated the series. He didn't do anything. He made one good one-on-one tackle. And if he you was, lost the series, he'd have been public enemy number one. He was comfortably the fourth best player in that spine. Yeah, he would have been... And the right-hand um, side did nothing and mm. everyone blaming that right edge. It's because Cleary didn't do anything with the ball either. Um, like, if they lost the series, he'd be out of the side. Yeah. Uh, number nine doesn't need to be discussed. Damien no. Cook, obviously. No, uh, props, distance. Clemmer and Vaughan for me. Again, Clemmer and Vaughan do okay, start the series easy. for me. Yep. Um, my back row, Frizzell and Cordner. Frizzell and Cordner as well. I mean, there's not really... No. Who, who Who's the challenges well, on I that? mean, you've Crichton, got... who's not in great form. No. And Turbo's my lock, obviously. Yeah, uh, I've picked Fanukin at lock, but I'm okay. doing the same thing the Blues did last year, is that I want Turbo to play the last 60 straight. Fair enough. So the first the first 20 or 30 minutes, I have Fanukin doing his grubby shit okay. around, the, around the ruck and playing physical. So mm. you mentioned that you have a weird old utility on the bench. So we'll do our three bench forwards first, yeah. assuming you have three bench forwards. Yeah, well, Jack Turbo's my first one. Right, yes, of course. Um, mine are Haas, Murray, and Crichton. So I did have Turbo, Haas, and Pangai. Mm. I also had Pangai, but I took him out. And obviously, we just had that news that it broke then. So now I'm probably going Cam Murray. I know people talk about, oh, that's only one prop on the bench then. No, they all play in the middle. And go look at Queensland side. You're not physically intimidated yep. by any of the guys who are in the middle. Like They're going to be starting with Parley and Arrow similar in the middle. They're not, no. Cam Murray can take these guys on at club level. He can take them on at yep. rep level. So I put Crichton in instead. So I'm putting Cam... Well, with Pangai out, you're putting Crichton mm-hmm. in. Obviously, I've got Turbo, Haas, Pangai out. I'm going to put Cam Murray on my bench. And, who's and your the utility? next drop would be Jordan McLean. My utility is Ryan Madison. Ooh, mine's... Ooh. mine's. I thought yours was going to be weirder than mine, but I think mine yeah. might be... Oh, maybe yours is weirder. Mine's Will Hopawati. There you go. What day's the game, yeah. Well, Oh, sh- sh- is it a Sunday game? <laughs> like, no. Does- is it? You played yourself. Shit. So there's there's two talking points here I want to I want to discuss. Firstly, the the, the way the Blues use the utility is I know they're not going to pick Ryan Madison there, for example. But for as long as I remember in Origin, they've always picked this average cover all player, which has been you know Kirk Gidley, uh, Kirk Gidley, Tyron Peachy, uh, Tyron Peachy uh, Dylan Walker, uh, Josh Josh, uh, sorry, Danny Jack Bird. Jamie Bura. They just put this guy in here who can cover you know five positions, and they've never had to use him. It's always been like, oh, we'll play hooker for 10 minutes and see what happens. Whereas the other side of the field, whilst it's called utility, Queensland's 14's generally an impact player. And it's always been Queensland have picked the best player that couldn't make the side, which is generally they've put, like, they've had Morgan there, obviously. They've had Cooper Cronk there. They've had DCE there. They've had Hunter Slater there. They've had um, Matt Bowen there. There's like one series of the last 20 years they didn't pick a utility and Matt Gillett played there. But they found a way to get a good player involved in the game. And whilst I put Matt, Ryan Madison down as mine... Game one, if Kiri's a six, you are joking me if Cody Walker is in the 14. Like, that's... Yeah. Somebody, oh, of get him, Just get him on the field. Again, it's not the same game as playing club level. Get him on the field. Good play on the field. Things happen. You know, Queensland will throw a smaller guy on. They just throw Michael Morgan on at lock and he'll give you a great shift. As we saw on the weekend with Cody Walker, it doesn't matter what positions on the, on the back of his jersey. He set he up a try on one side of the field, score a try on the other. He like, does things that people think Tyron Peachy can do, which is just get on the field and things happen. Great, no, that's a great analogy. Nothing, nothing happens with Peachy. Yeah. Things actually happen... Yeah, for Cody He Walker. misses two tackles in one tackle. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's what I put there. I've only put Madison down now yeah. because he wanted to be my back rower anyway, but I just couldn't think of somebody else who I thought was good enough to well, be there. I just I mean I I I just picked him. I picked Hop, I went with Hopwadi because he can cover a lot of those positions and in a perfect world you wouldn't need to use him at all. But that's it. Don't, so my thing with the Blues utility, if you're not if you're going to pick a guy like that, just don't use him then. 
Yeah. Like, if it's 10 minutes ago and you haven't need to use him, don't just put him on a hooker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like Hawaii can come on t- at literally any position, one through seven, and maybe even nine at a pinch yeah. if they mm. need him. So. That, that was going to be my point. And if he's it, playing if, pretty well in, yeah. a, in a pretty otherwise dire team, so give him a go. Like, your, yeah. backs, your backs aren't out there shoveling dirt. You know, they're, no. not, they're yeah. not smashing each other. And their yeah. other talking point is Payne Haas. So... We have been roasting our boy Nick Campton for about a week and a half straight about I've, his take. A lot of it's been in jest. And no, it? I, 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 no. But Is it ever? I mean, I've been one of those guys. I generally would be on board with him on this take that it's not. It's too soon. I would generally be on board with that because he's only played I would agree first if he games. was a half, but he's but a forward. The thing to be said here is that he's not taking anyone else's jersey this time. Like if he if he if he got named the start of last year or the year before and when there was like guys like Ryan James playing well, Jordan McLean when he didn't get picked, or Junior Paul Osama playing well, I would have feel felt aggrieved. Yeah. Whereas this year we're racking our brain for bench forwards. So And he is I know it's only been six games, but he has been the best forward at not well not in the competition, but one of the best forwards in the competition for those six weeks. He is potentially the best young forward of his generation. He looks to be as such. And you're not going to win or lose a series on a 20-minute bench forward. You're just not. No. Like, Tim Glassie's never lost an Origin game. He's been shite in all of them. <laughs> he's never lost an Origin game. He was shithouse in his first one. His job is literally to slow the ruck down. Like, he's, oh, he's out there. But if you look at Payne Haas, he still wouldn't be the youngest ever Origin player either. Obviously, Ben Eichert's going to keep that forever. Yeah. He has four caps as well. But Payne Haas would be the least capped Blues player ever. He takes Fittler with 12 caps. Yeah. And, and, they, and, they, and they mentioned that as well. That's not mentioning um, they had what's his name. There's uh, Paul Field played played Origin the without ever game. playing until NRL. It's awesome. Played out of country rugby league in 1983. Played good on you, Paul Field. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you've also got other young guys. Like, there's two younger forwards ever. To, no, three younger forwards in him to ever to debut. So Bradley Clyde, Lindsay Johnston for the Blues, and then. Uh, What's his name? Gavin Jones for Queensland. Only three forwards ever to debut under and 20. And I mean, Bradley Clyde was one of the best forwards of all time. Yes. And that's the only three ever forwards to debut under the age of 20. Yeah. And then Haas might be the fourth, but he would be the most inexperienced yeah. blue. I, I, I'm all for not throwing young halves in the deep end mm-hmm. or young fullbacks or whatever. Well, I mean, that generally hasn't really worked with young halves. No, I mean, you've had Jared Marlon at 20. Seriously. And I know people go, it's a different game, and it is, but like, it's not that different when you're a prop. And it's Just not, get on and yeah. run hard. Mm-hmm. Get get on, make tackles, run hard. And and as you say, like if he makes an error, it's a lot better to have somebody like that make an error. Like, let's say he He's going to control the result. He, he drops, <laughs> let's say he drops a ball, one out off the ruck. It's on halfway. He's mm. you know he's not going to be making errors and bloody throwing passes over the sideline and shit like that. Yeah, but even two weeks ago I spoke to Campo about this and agreed he should just be in camp. But then he said there's two games since, and then there's been other guys who who've got injured or pulled out, which is Pangai, for example. And I just don't want the other prop options are like Junior Paulo, who I really hate the idea of him and Tavoyevich in the same team because they play similar football. Just I don't want two. I don't want two ball playing forwards in my team. If you get me, I don't mm. need them. And then Jordan McLean, who's not playing that great anyway. No, I agree. But, uh, Queensland. And, Sorry, Queensland. Oh, one more thing. I was oh, saying that like there is comparisons of guys who have gone into early and gone to shit, which is guys like Shona Matautia and Cohen Hess, and then the halves you mentioned, which are guys like Mitchell, Mitchell Pierce, Pierce, Jared Mullen, uh, John Simon went in really early. He came back like five years later, but the, you know I get that. But this is different to all of those. It Hess is. is potentially one of them. But again, Hess didn't win or lose those games for Queensland. Yeah, that's just it. And, and the other, guy, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and. Um, as you said, half he'd be against because even Fitler, when he debuted at 18, he was on the bench. Yep. He played centre. He wasn't really in the spine for ages. But as yeah, a bench forward, agree. played the 20 minutes. Bench forward. Can't, can't lose you the game. All right, Queensland, yeah. number one, Ponga. Kalen Ponga. Easy. All right, I think we might have some... Di- uh, so I've got Oates on one wing, as yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Who's your other winger? Because I went guy. with Kyle Felt. 
I went gag eye there. Okay. Um, see, felt hasn't played enough for me, but if I was like, I don't want to see gag eye in the centres. You know, that's just it. That's what it is for me. Like, um, gag eye's been great on the wing at Origin level. So that's the reputation he's got yep. playing there. I'm, I'm sticking with with Gago on the. I've wing. got him in the centres because I think he's played in the centres really well for Seattle in the last six weeks or so. I agree with that. I agree with that. And obviously and Chambers is the other one. Fitness could definitely change the back line. Yeah, and I think Kyle felt only having played two games doesn't really. Well, help in a him. perfect world, Dan Gago would not be in the centres; he'd be on the wing. But yeah, it's just and Ing- we lost Inglis, obviously. Yes. Um, and then you've the other options: Edric Lee, and I just don't want to. So see who's your other centre? So obviously my other centre is Will Chambers, and then Michael Morgan's my Michael Morgan. The other okay. for, uh, it's one of those ones for me. I'd actually like to see Cam Munster play there because mm. I actually think his long-term future at Origin, he could play 10 years in the centres of Queensland if you get me. Strong ball runner, put him out there. And he's one of those guys, again, that is, is fullback experience, is physical, doesn't play like a traditional six. He'd be my centre and I'd stick him there for ages because Queensland have like 15 half options. But um, whatever. I'd, I'd, I'd picking Morgan there. My halves are Munster and Cherry Evans. Yeah, Munster and Cherry Evans. Not again, controversial, that. My other option, again, if Cherry Evans doesn't play... Tom didn't. No, but if Cherry Evans doesn't play, I'm going the, the in complete reshuffle. I'm going. Oh yeah. If Cherry Evans is out, I would have, I would be going Morgan seven, mm. Milford six, yep. Munster in the centres. I'm doing a complete reshuffle. People will laugh at Milford. It's not a terrible it's like, decision. Well, that thing, like I think Milford's, pl- Milford's one of those guys that plays better when there's good players around him. Yeah. So. And, and but also as we said, I think Munster's a long-term centre and he's a better centre option than Morgan is. But anyway. yeah, fair enough. Uh, props. I went with Papali and Wallace starting. I've gone Papali and Arrow. Okay. I've got Arrow on my bench. Do you have Wallace on your bench? I do. I don't want him there. I don't think he's getting okay. picked. Apparently, he's like he's he's uh, what do you say? He's got this, he's got his card stamped. Apparently, oh. persona non grata. Yeah, but I picked him on the say. bench because I got sixteen players and we yeah, sat here for like twenty minutes <laughs> trying to find seventeen. And I couldn't find one. All right, one. but uh, and your number nine. So I'm starting. I'm naming Ben Hunt. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to what I'm doing. Am he's I allowed to pick nine. James Seguiaro? Yes, because I think Queenslander. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. Get him in there. I mean, with the Queensland number nine, obviously he's still calling Kenseth every day. But it's at this point, and I said this to Dale. We spoke about it earlier. Is like there's only one wrong decision, and that's Jack Granville. Everyone else, you can kind of talk me into. It. It's like, well, we have got no one else. Well, I wouldn't be shocked. You know, Jack Turpin gets named. Like, okay, I would have picked. I would have picked Hunt at hooker last week, but I saw Segio rile up Latrell Mitchell. On Friday night, that's, and that's that what you need. Very that's good. what you need. Yeah. Latrell so, Mitchell so was we, really, really good in that series last. So year. we are going to start Tom Dean at seven. Having <laughs> take on Latrell Mitchell, I'm okay with it. Um, so I went Segiaro, uh, mm-hmm. back row, Gillett and Kafusi. Yeah, Gillett Kafusi, easy. And Maguire at lock, but you've got yeah. him playing hooker. Well, I'm naming. So what I'm doing yeah. on my team, I'm naming Hunt nine, naming Maguire thirteen. But when the game starts, Hunt is coming off the bench, and Maguire is playing the opening twenty at at hooker. I don't know. It sounds stupid. But we've all seen Hunt try to defend for a long period in the middle and didn't work. And mm. the, when he was successful at hooker for Brisbane, he was playing 50 or 60 minutes there. Mm. So I, I'd say I have an extra forward and I start. Yeah. And it's not ideal, but Fair enough. Hunt, not, Hunt playing there's not ideal. That's so if, the Blues should make him make 80 tackles when he plays in the I middle. Agree. Or 60, so 70 my tackles. three bench forwards, one, as I mentioned, was Arrow. The other two for me are Fafita and Napa. Yeah, so obviously you've gone four bench forwards then. No, you No, I've got Morgan at 14. I just had an eight. I just, we just oh, you, didn't, that's it. you haven't got there, sorry. So you had, yeah, it was an Wallace. So I've got Wallace on the bench. Yep. And because I'm putting Hunt back to 14, I have got four forwards on my right. bench. Okay. So I've got Dylan Napa, uh, Joe Offhangawe, and David Fafita. And it is, it is not pretty. I mean, it's not, <laughs> a good, not a good sight when Christian Welch is a blow to your origin team when he gets injured, but... Where's mm. Tim Glasby? Get Tim, him back. No, it's, it's not good. So that last forward where Jared Wallace is, I I could be talked into almost any player there. Ethan Lowe. I mean, can I play? Can I play two hookers potentially? Hunt and Segiaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not not crash shot. And then obviously you had Morgan as the fourteen still. Yeah. 
In our captaincy for Queensland, anyone but DCE for mine. Mm. See, I've gone with DCE. So there we yeah, go. There we go. disagree again. We uh, do. Two pretty similar teams. I mean, there's not many options for Queensland. No. There's like three positions to pick for Queensland. The disrespect you've shown to Adam Reynolds will cut me deep into the night. But uh, for me, Queensland captain, again, I'm happy with anyone not DCE, but it's out of Morgan, Munster and Gillett for me. Um, Mal Meninga picked Gillett for what it's worth. Has, it there, has there been any talks to coax Darius Boyd out of rep retirement to play on the wing? Why not? Or to captain. Or to get a captain. captain from the sidelines. That out, yeah. It's going to be interesting in the teams are named because, um, as I said, this is potentially speaks to the growth of international rugby league. That this is the first time I've really struggled to pick two origin teams that I'm happy with. Yeah, good. I'm not happy with either. And that Tonga team now looks even sicker. So it does, mate. Good Pango, on. good on you. I mean, and I like that you you blues balls the blues right to the end. Oh dear. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have me of questions. Question time. Question time indeed. Yeah, well, I want to, I want to read up on Pangai now, but we've got to keep doing this bloody podcast. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> he's, just, okay. he's, he's sending sad emotes to TV to Pango Jr. Uh, first question, at Benno underscore Wallace. Oh, here we go. Paul Crawley had 15 of 17 tweets from his burner's account, burner account how, about how good he is. What was the appropriate ratio of self-congratulation and non-fence-sitting compliments to his other tweets to not get caught pos- posing as a woman to self-promote? I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> what has happened? So, it's been deleted since, but Paul Crawley, people found a Paul Crawley burner that like, every, like all by like two of its tweets were like saying, running at people who were bagging Paul Crawley and saying, how good's Paul Crawley on 360? Great job. Brings well the done, viewers, whatever. But it's just, um, yeah, look, burners obviously exist. They, they're everywhere. Like you, you have NRL players and even NBA players admit they've got their own accounts and they go on on fan forums and that kind of stuff and do it. But uh, it is quite hilarious to have a burner that all you do is talk about yourself. <laughs> Not a good move. <laughs> That's amazing. Back to the drawing board crawls. Jesus, classic. Uh, Moretti EH says, what is the best type of bottle? A Coke bottle Don't. or Leeds United's bottling Fuck the playoffs? <laughs> wow. Before we go any further, uh, how many of these leads? You warned me there were a few. I think there was a few last week. How is how is how is oh shit? Here we go again. Not on the drop board this week. Oh, we'll get them before question time. Right. (laughs) Um, I haven't read those again. Where's the fire alarm? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, there was a fire alarm at work today. Oh wow. Yeah, there you go. Should have been recording your takes, mate. Yeah, too too hot to handle. Um, yeah, literally the biggest bottle job. They are the biggest chokers in world sport. Yeah, he can't just. Second biggest choker mentioned by Paul Mack underscore seventy eight is Tony Popovich creation for Brian Smith. Amusing. Great. Yes. Which is, if you don't know people, Popovich has now lost three A-League Grand Finals. Four. And there's been, uh, four, sorry. Uh, he's been Premier, sorry, Premier's three times, hey, and lost yeah. four Grand Finals. That's it. Good on him. And yeah, as we know, Brian Smith of uh, losing NRL Grand Final fame. Yeah. <laughs> Currently good the com- Warriors head of football? Yeah. Good comparison, that one. Very good. Uh, Frankie Anna's got 987. How is Penrith this disgusting? Preseason morons in the media put them and the Knights in the Grand Final. I don't think I saw any Knights Grand Final takes. Nah, there was a couple. A couple, was it? And there you go. And he can't see very higher than 12 if they get a lucky draw. There was... I remember I went through um, in the other newspaper, had their big preseason lift out and had the predictions from all the experts, like 20 people. Mm. And at least half of them, maybe more, had the Knights in their top eight, if not their top four. Mm. So there was definitely... There but were definitely takes. Grand Final Knights. There were plenty takes. of top eight takes. And he says, no Gus, no club, or Cleary curse? Well, they were bad before Gus jumped off the ship a couple of weeks ago, but... Mm. Uh, it's really difficult to put your finger on one specific thing, but I guess this is just what happens when you continually kick the can down the road and mm-hmm. expect the next young guy to be better. Yeah. 
Yeah, take a take a coach who gets your team into the finals, and then replace him with a team a coach who didn't get his team into the finals, and then wonder why you're not in the finals. That's yeah, well put. It's um, one of those things. Apparently, well, it's quite evident Gus lost control, and the board took control back last year, and it's like they've immediately flicked the switch back to the terrible club they were before Gus went there. I don't know if that says more about Gus or about the club, but again, it's like they're already failing. They're already at wasted potential, and then they're already like looking at a shop half the team and kick down to the next group of juniors. Whatever, like. I know they they pride themselves on junior development, but when you hold up the grand final trophy at the end of the year, it doesn't go, had this many juniors. No, it doesn't. It's about a balance of them. That's true. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Salo Dan, how many tries are Moyle against the Dragons? None. Uh, I Mort 7 says, apart from sending them to Perth, how do you fix Penrith? You just have to take two letters out of the club logo and then it's yeah. fine. So like, you don't really have to even change anything, right? Yeah. Oh, just give it to the N and the I and we're, away we go. So. How do you fix Perth? Uh, how do you fix Perth? Um, no, Penrith. Uh, Perth, Perth. How do you fix Perth? You uh, drop, the, drop the depth charge. Sell the team to Gina Reinhardt. Send it, send it off into the ocean. I mean, it's just bizarre they needed, needed Ross to shake up again. But the answer to fix them, I mean, well, you're kind of tied to Cleary and Cleary. So we're far down the road from how do we fix them. I it sounds like you a... need to avoid wholesale changes, which is the opposite of what they're doing right now. Yeah, like, you're not helping anyone by changing eight guys in and out of the every team week. every week. Just get some stability. The season's over at this point. So just identify the young guys you like the most mm-hmm. and just keep them in first grade. Because at this point, what do you... Like, I don't know. What are, what are we learning from bringing Dylan Edwards back again? Yeah. What are we learning from bringing Regan Campbell-Gillard back again? What are we learning from Tim Grant's Mansour 19th stint one. in first grade? Josh Mansour. There's yeah. no point. Like, I get those guys. Like, Campbell-Gillard might have been a shake-up. He'll be back in a few weeks. But what's one week in reserve grade ever taught anybody? And then Mansour, the same thing. Like If you make these changes... Fuck them off into the Make sea. them three or four weeks and then yeah. see again. Or guys and also, like, make sure when they go to Reggie's, they smash it. Yeah. Because like, that's the whole point. Oh, you did play they against, play well last week? I don't week? know. I no, but you, like, you, go, you, you go down the grades to beat the bludgers up. That's the whole point. Like, What's the point of sending Josh Mansour, multiple origin and test player... For one game. ...to play against Newtown or the Cutters or whoever and just not tear it up? Like, come on. But yeah, it's just um, he scored the opening try in their go. twenty-eight to ten win over the Warriors. Oh. Well, get the whole team in first grade then. But yeah, there's a there's a and lot. Cam- going Campbell Gillard had two hundred meters. Of course he did. So. He hasn't cracked the hundred meters in, at NRL level. But again, if I uh, to me, if I drop a guy like that who is an Australian rep and a Blues rep who probably never deserved those anyway, but who's supposed to be my forward leader, I say to him, go to reserve grade, and you've got to give me five weeks. You're not back yeah. one game. He's all, he's been, he's had a resume of the one game that are good every now and then. Well, that doesn't prove. And he's had eight weeks to prove his point in first grade. Yeah, like you've got to you've got to have the runs yeah. on the board, so to speak. Exactly right. Uh, Miss Underscore Triple Eight is it Magic Round yet? God, hasn't that ruined footy for some some people? It was Magic Round in New South Wales Cup this week. It's like rugby league heroin. They'll be chasing that for the rest of their lives, won't they? Chasing the well, white dragons. Yeah. Mm. Josh Robbo forty four. Could there be a case of Panthers to play RCG as a second row and not a prop? No. No, no, no. He's not mobile at all. He can't play on the can't edge. Can't pass either. Yeah. No. And he can't. doesn't bend his back when he defends. <laughs> he doesn't bend his back ever. He doesn't. Uh, Michael Darren 79. What point does Michael Nathan Cleary need to be dropped and find former reserve grade? Does Ivan have the bottle? There is no chance <laughs> Nathan's getting dropped. They, they shape the entire club out putting those two together. <laughs> he drops him. Imagine. Like, he obviously won't, but in a, imagine Ivan dropping Nathan. Yeah. Uh, I'm more grounded. S- also, <laughs> you dropped. Yeah. Dad, well, where's my passport? Uh, we're playing New Zealand this week. Uh, <laughs> we're playing New Zealand. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're playing in Windsor. 
I'm what seven says. How good is Andrew Redmayne? Thoughts on him not getting man of the match? Uh, I don't think that he would have deserved it anyway. Did very, anyone deserve it? Very that? good. I think that no one yeah, should have got the it. The game was so shit that you might as well him. give it to the keeper that saved all the penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I would have given it to him or Aaron Calver. I thought was he. Yeah, he was fantastic. Aaron Calver was the other one. Bizarrely, you can give it to your at like number 10 in a game where your team created one chance. Nil chance. That was classic like, he's just the best player on that team. Yeah. He yeah. gets it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Redmayne, obviously fantastic saves, but that one, everyone's seen it by now. Brandon Sandalab, Penanka getting caught by the keeper in a final for your last kick. Perfect. I really enjoyed that. I, that, is, that is my football heroine. I bet, <laughs> really Ali, I bet Ali Abbas enjoyed it too. Yeah, I bet you he's smoking a fat cigar. Uh, RCB Sharks says, who has the best Indianist jersey this year? Not the Roosters. Um, well, the Tigers one is probably their worst say, one in a while. I've yeah. only seen the Wests and the Souths ones. Which well, means ti- the, the Tigers are in a tough the, position because they they can't. It's hard to have an Indigenous jersey that's not extremely busy, and they're playing against Souths who play in like fifteen colours this week. So yeah, they've got to have a really orange kit. Yeah, they're not as good as usual. The Tigers ones. Um, I do like the Eels one a lot because it has the Aboriginal flag on the back. Essentially, yep. like it's. Still Aboriginal artwork on the front, but on the back, it's bottom half red, yellow number, black half top. Mm, very so good. I think that's my one currently. I haven't seen all of them yet, though. Um, in the past, my favourite's usually been when the, when Souths go all black, or generally the Tigers yeah, are pretty good ones, too. Obviously, ties in well with the Redfern All Blacks for, for South as well doing that. Mm. Anyway, Eddie NZ, after Super League's game at New- Camp New, what stadium would you like to see your team play at? Um... I don't know. I really thought about that. In like, Japan. In Japan. Like, yeah, why not? They t- they've got a rugby team. They like, uh, You know, it's the same thing. I haven't really got any of those dreams right because the stadiums, like, for example, I follow the NFL's well know, and I, my team plays at the field I want, Lambeau. I have a team there. I have a team at Anfield. I don't need to see the mm. Broncos playing in these stadiums. I just, I, if you're going to take a if you're going to take a game anywhere, I think you know one of those like the big national stadium in Tokyo. I think it'd just be you know they love they love their rugby over there. Um, easy jersey tie-in. You could have the Japanese flag. No, yeah. I want the the uh, in Portugal Braga's stadium, the one where one side is a, is a mountain is in the mountain. Uh, There's that stadium in in yeah. Mexico where like it's built into the side of a mountain, but like Same you thing, look up yeah. towards it. Yeah, one of those then. Mm. There's a stadium in the Shire built in a tip. There I was going to say, you realise that Bruce Stadium is also built onto the side of the mountain. Yeah, but not like in the mountain. Like It's the, under the no. grandstand. Yeah, but it's not like it's a, not, wall not a wall of the stadium is not a mountain. No, no, no. No. A hill, A hill, perhaps. <laughs> a mound. Dale's like, Wind Stadium also has a mountain. I don't understand this. And it fades into Campbelltown the... Campbelltown has two mountains. It fades into the sea also. Uh, I'm what, seven... Who are you building a team around? Kiri or Walker? Interesting question. Kiri's younger. But no, he's not that much younger, by the way. But he is younger. He's like 27, 28. Yeah. And Walker's 30. Um, it's an interesting one because Kiri would perceive to be the better player right now. But I've seen Cody Walker play better in shitter teams. And I've seen Walker make shit happen all the time. They Kiri's were both pl- in the same shit team. Yeah. Cody Walker played better. He did. So. And Kiri has been good in a very good system at the Roosters. I'm picking Cody. And Same. I don't want to, like, either way, I'd actually want to build around either of them because you don't really, like... Not They're not the kinds of player to build around, yeah. Yeah, but if I have to pick one, it's Cody. Yeah. Obviously, you're picking Cody. Yeah. Uh, the Sean Chan. If you had a clean slate, where would you put a new, uh, the new clubs? EJ, instead of saying, I think we should keep the Broncos, should I should say, I think Brisbane needs X amount of teams? Oh, if, like... If- oh, you've got to have at least two in Brisbane. Uh, my next two would be Perth and either second Brisbane slash 
Central Queensland. Can they play at QE2 again? No. At, no. at QSAC? No, Why? they cannot. Why? Why do you hate athletic stadiums? <laughs> because they're the worst place in the world to watch like rectangular sports. Makes a good point. Valid point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still go, obviously, Perth's my first one there. And then, I'm not saying second Brisbane, Ipswich or similar. Ipswich should look in yeah. and build yeah. a stadium. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be it. Um, Harry Ramage. Knights of Roosters, Rabbits, Storm and Broncos in the next month. What's a pass mark for us to think they'll finish bottom at the end of the eight? Well, when, when it's over four games, you want to win two of those, obviously, but it, it, you'd be happy with you'd one of them. you take one yeah. out of those four, I reckon. Yeah. That'll put you, what, six and... Six and nine. Six nice. And nine. Nice. Yeah, that, the Newcastle, right. nice. Yeah. Uh, Shana, 86. Who had a worse weekend? The left or Penrith's left edge? The left had a worse weekend. Left had a terrible weekend. Yeah. Actually, it'd be six and eight. God Speaking damn it, of kicking not... the can down the road, the country. <laughs> <laughs> Boomers. Baby boomers. What about them? Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Terrible weekend. Uh, Chanda again. What's worse, political banter or NRL sledging banter? Political banter is substantially worse. It's the worst. Here's why. I don't really want to get into a soapbox about such Mm -hmm. things. People don't really like being preached to, nor should they, but... Political parties are not sports teams. You shouldn't just yeah, support yeah. one yeah. because your parents did or because that's what I've always if done. If you do that, you're a definite nonce. If you if your reaction on Saturday was we won, you're just like you or we lost. You're, you're an idiot. You're an yeah. idiot. You're probably a young liberal. Well, the thing is, obviously, I'm left leaning, but I don't actually lean to the Labor Party. No, no nor do I. That's it. Like ne- people, don't, I don't think people realize how close the parties are these days. Hmm. Like it's a thing around a lot of the worlds in democ- democratic countries that cent- centralized politics is becoming a thing. A lot of the policies of those two parties are the fucking same. Well, mm. Labor but, wouldn't even make a strong call on Adani. They yeah. they really didn't. There wasn't a whole great deal of points of difference between the two, yeah. aside from the financial things, which scared the shit out of all the old people and cost them the election. Yep. And so. but the only reason why I've, I would have voted Labor mm. is I I just think it's it's time for a change. Now, country works the best when those things change. Mm. But there's neither, honestly neither of my policies I like. At the moment, neither of them do. Yeah. Like they're exactly the same on, on migration, immigration, on yeah. the boats. They're the same on the boats across. Like one and of them talks about stop the boats. The other one has the exact same fucking policy. Yeah. And the, here's my other thing about why political means and political banter are shit: is yeah. that, well, with sports, right? You 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 write things down, and they're either facts or they're like funny opinions, and like there's really like I mean they're either true or they're not up for discussion. Whereas with politics, all these memes that come out, heaps of them are just like they're literal just lies. Yeah. Like they're mm. things that are not true. Mm. And it doesn't matter. People just share them like a wildfire. Like that thing about Bill, a picture of Bill Shorten saying, Bill Shorten's going to steal all your money with a death tax. And like, boomers just share that shit on Facebook. They do. Yeah. They'll believe it. You Ad saw that. Yeah. I, it's a point where I messaged like my 80-year-old aunt and was like, I Jan. And there's, as you're saying, like, it, it like, can be a straight-up lie because yeah. the, the it is not against the law to lie in political advertising. Mm. Yeah. And, and, Which uh, they all do. No, don't, yeah. get, don't get us wrong. And don't add us about your, with your specific proclivities towards one or the other. Yeah. One of the funniest things I found from from us, if you yeah. call them, uh, liberals winning the election, was old people going on the internet and having a go at young people on the internet. Yeah. Go and get to work harder and get off social media. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, you, so you inherently all worked harder than us. Obviously, you did. Mm. Everyone worked harder in the past. Whatever. It's just a coincidence that you all worked harder than us when houses cost twenty bucks. Like that's. I think the thing that yeah frustrates me, and it's both. Part, it's Australian politics anyway. It's not much yeah. progressive planning in any of it. So no. I don't really align with any party currently. Mm. Is that the most serious we've ever been? There was like three minutes of actual oh, no. sincere chat. It was. I cried about Jonah Lomer once. That's true. <laughs> that was pretty serious. That, that was. Like, yeah. That was, well, you were pretty serious. I was pretty serious. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was a weird weekend, and yeah, the um, if it does show you that exit polls like the worst thing ever. Uh, at least know. one team in red shirts won in Canberra this weekend. Yeah, Am I right, good. fellas? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> but it's like the polls said in America. Obviously, yeah, can we cancel and, polls Just and get them out br- with here. Brexit and over here? They're mm. so like, wrong all the time. Like, and sports bet. I think Labor was a they paid out, but Labor was like a dollar five. Well, an hour before the polls closed, and then within two hours, the coalition was a dollar three. Like, well, the last two elections, I did get on Brexit. I did bet on Trump, and this one, the, the, I think Liberals got out to like eight dollars the day mm. before, and I forgot to get on it. Mm. I was like, oh, I'll get on that, and then the next day they lost. And like, oh, I forgot to get on it. But it's like that's just it. You just whatever. The odds are too ridiculous, and then you find out that like, oh, it turns out these millions of baby boomers that are still not dead for some reason. We should kill them first, by the way. <laughs> but that's my first policy. When the party brings the party brings out, I'll vote for them. But anyway, that. that they, those that's people the, who haven't that's been polled. That's the real death tax. It's just as fake as, as TV ratings. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's as fake as TV ratings. <laughs> Almost as fake. Uh, Huddock's PSN. How do we commit, or how do we want to commit group suicide when Turpin loses his spot to Mecca? How do we want to do it? What's a good way to commit group suicide? Is there um, one? De- just putting, putting your, waterboarding yourself with the ice cream machine at Sizzler. That's a good one. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to die on cheese bread If you figure that away out Well if you're lactose intolerant Yeah just eat a shitload of cheese bread Until you die We'll do that we'll, we'll, But poor Sizzler still will Lactose intolerant people Fascinate me by the way Yeah Well no no no, Here, no Because no, Fucking vegetarian chirping <laughs> up No 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 it's You not dairy nothing, fools No nothing to do with that Meat nothing intolerant to do with that. people Nothing yeah. to do with that yeah. It's the fact that like Anyone else in the world If they're allergic to something right Just doesn't eat it but every person you know who's lactose intolerant just goes, "Oh yeah, I'll just eat the cheese. I'll be, I'll get I'll sick just, later, but fine. it'll be fine." Yeah, but have you had cheese? It's, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Didn't but we like, have this discussion about what would you rather? What would you rather give up? Chocolate or cheese? Yeah, yeah. We'd never give up cheese in a million years. But yeah. like, it's just funny that like they're the only pe- group of people I know in the world who are like borderline deathly allergic to something, and can, they just keep can you eating imagine it anyway. people with like anaphylactic shock carrying around an yeah, epipen and just like, playing? Oh, oh fuck it, I love I mean, peanuts. Reese's cups are just so good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I love peanut butter. Fuck it. Yeah, you know sometimes you hear people like your friend tells you, oh, "I don't like lamb." You just accept it and you think it's weird. I don't like chicken, or whatever. Whenever I get told someone doesn't like cheese, it is the most offensive thing you get told. You, excuse me, we've never fully trusted Josh Wyatt. <laughs> you have someone who doesn't want cheese on a cheeseburger. It's like literally, it's called a cheeseburger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that one's offensive. Mm. Wow. Um, anyway, his next I'm question. I'm shocked by that. There are people out there like that. Bizarre, oh, isn't it? Weird. If you had to pick a fullback not currently in first grade to replace Boyd, who would it be? Well, fullbacks are a pretty dearth. Across the competition at the moment, but I'll cheat and say firstly Scott Drinkwater, who mm. who isn't playing at the Storm, or Eden Gebby, who's killing it at uh, uh, Winner Manly at Papua New Guinea and fullback. This is to be... replace Darius Boyd. Yeah, if, I if would pick Lockham Maranta. There you go. Just you would, you. <laughs> but uh, he's probably get picked up by NRL club this season. Lockham Maranta. Uh, oh god, sorry. he's already picked up by NRL club. Yeah, my bad. Um, Tyhr Blue. Has there ever been a better player comp than Bronson Cherry and Colin Vest? And there we go. Speed, Cronulla, shit hands and overlapping eyes. <laughs> <laughs> overlapping eyes. Yep. Don't blame uh, me. I voted for Kodos. LVO5. Have the Knights forgotten how to lose? Yeah. Fuck, they're on a tear, mate. About to remember, baby. Yeah. About to remember real good. <laughs> this month, this you and LV should make another case, but give him over 1.5 wins in the next four. Yep. Do it. And uh, Gil Bannis or Gillard says, how much hype does Cherry need to make Ponga jealous? He's nowhere close. No, yeah. Ponga should already be jealous by that because he's actually done things to get his hype. You've yeah. been watching Cherry like, mate, this, oh, this, but he this cried guy on the phone to his mum. This guy's dropping the ball every four times he touches it, and the commentators are sitting there the whole game on both networks. Someone going, talked to him just about for Origin. The ball to Cherry. Someone talked about for Origin two weeks ago. I don't I remember who it was. But he's fast. But it happened. Mate, Roy Bell would have been he's born for this generation. I miss Roy Bell. And Joven Clark. <laughs> 
Alberto Shank is origin built up the absolute worst part of the rugby league season. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's been not much this year. It's been pretty good. It's been yeah. It's gonna, it's, I think we've we've had other things to build up to, and plus there's been heaps of other news. Not good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like South Canberra for example. Within the first ten minutes of the game, they talked White and Reynolds and Walker all up for Origin. Was well, like, do they know the how Origin game. works? They can't pick all. Apparently not, Dale. Apparently mm. not. Who called Actually, that game? You could pick all three. You could pick White on the bench and Walker and Reynolds as your yeah, hubs. You got to pick White. Mm-hmm. Okay, Simon's thirty nine three says: Now that Game of Thrones has ended, is it dead set the worst ending to the best sh- show on TV? Yeah. Yes, only because Mitch doesn't think How I Met Your Mother was a good show, so well, we can't also, count that ending as yeah. being bad. But it was. Um, uh, yeah, another one. Dexter was a shit show by the end of it, but that ending was also goddamn terrible. Mm. Um, it is, yeah. I mean, I never watched Lost, but people complain about the Lost ending. There's like 15 things that didn't matter. This show set up for like seven years and, and then it didn't just, matter. Yeah, well, like Jon Snow's parents didn't matter. Yeah, look, the baffling thing about it is that, like, apparently, Game of uh, HBO wanted more seasons and more episodes. Well, they agreed to ten at one point, mm. and then it's like, like eight. Hey, we've got the most popular thing in the world right now. Let's make less of it. There's than going to be like four prequels, for. by the way, like four spin-offs. Oh, I'm already keen for Arya's adventures in the Wild West. That's going to be great. Uh, that's not really. Yeah, the, the the show was pretty unsatisfying. The whole end. season was a fin- terrible ending, and everything happened so fast. Like this, yep. there was there was a new villain every episode for the last like, four episodes. Yep. New evil person. Yep. By the way, also anyone who actually liked Arya killing the Night King, you're an idiot. It's like if that would be like. In Star Wars, if Chewbacca killed Darth Vader, good comparison. The Night King was Jon Snow's story from the first episode of the bloody series all the way through to the end, and he didn't kill him because the show creators like, oh, it didn't feel right. Okay, <laughs> it's like yeah, Luke Skywalker's a battling Darth Vader. That he's like, you know what? I want to get stuck behind a, a pole over here for a while. Then Chewbacca just goes, shoots Darth Vader. You're like, oh okay. Oh. But he's like, well, I was gonna say you're my father, but. Luke's gone. There's just a gorilla guy here. <laughs> I guess I'll just die quietly. I, I, I guess I'll just die quietly. To be and fair, that would have saved I never us knew from- until this moment how much I needed Chewbacca killing Darth Vader in the end of Star Wars. That's um, I enjoyed Arya killing Night King. It was cool. Um, but yeah, at you, least in... Uh, me that's, what? that says it all. That says it yeah. all, people. <laughs> uh, at least John petted his dog at the end of the episode. Yeah, that's what I sent you that today. Yeah, which like, was me down to a T. It was. You, you were, last episode sucked that he pet the dog. You're like, well, best episode of the season. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Terrible show. Yeah. It, but yeah, really, they're going to do like millions of prequels yeah. or whatever. I mean, I, 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 I'm rewatching it from the start. I think I'm nearly end of season two right now and it's just a brilliant, brilliant show. Yeah. It's a shame how far it, it is. fell in I the mean, last two seasons. There's just every person who's ever be- appeared in this season pretty much bashed it publicly cl- uh, at this point. Like, yeah. Those video compilations are very funny. Yeah, when Amelia Clark's like, oh, best season ever. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, anyway, next question. Oh, Brett Shanks, is any chance Bungard can stop bashing the Knights for a couple of weeks? I don't think... How have you become Chief Knights Basher? How think, are you worse than me? I'm not. I don't know. I mean, we we both loaded. We, 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 came, we came off the back fence I mean, like for four and a half weeks. I've been shitting on this team for five years. Yeah, I was going to say. There's been a constant... <laughs> I've been catching heat for your takes for as long as we've been... <laughs> in, for your for as lo- No, for as long as we've been internet friends. Yeah. So uh, it's only appropriate that this continues. It's definitely your fault. Mm. Uh, maybe it's because the Knight fans are used to fighting with me about... I guess. The, the Knights. Uh, you, you should, probably, should both be their comrade or something. Yeah. Sorry, Bretto. Uh... LVF5, how well many games are does the great Callum Pong have to absolutely bathe his opposition before he's regarded as suitably rated? Um, I think he's getting back towards suitably rated. He is yeah. one of the best players in the competition. Yeah. yeah. But like, he, he completely took Our the issues were today. with the 5 8 stuff. 5 Not 8 really, stuff yeah. being called literally the best player in the comp, hadn't played there. Yeah, relax. Lauded as the Dally, like, he, he guaranteed Dally M. 
So all you have to do is turn up and yeah, there we go. No, uh, that's Mitch Pierce's shit. But until he actually gets, you know, earning his chops is earning big games and he hasn't got those yet. That's a big Maybe Maybe was right. Maybe when Andrew John said if he stays fit, he'll win the Dell he was actually talking about Mitchell Pierce. He was talking about both of them, he said <laughs> at one point. Uh, we are three. If, if he stays injury free and Mitchell Pierce stays injury free, <laughs> Knights make the eight. And then he yeah. said if he stays yeah. fit, he'll win the Dell Maybe yeah. the he was Mitchell Pierce. There we go. D, uh, DC Eagles 47 says, Is Regal Ken McGillard the worst player to ever play Origin? No. No, this, nah. is, this is showing your newness to rugby league, mate. Jamie Bureau played Origin. Like Queensland had some real battlers. Uh, I mean, Tim Grant played Origin and he's custard right now. Oh, by the way, interesting comparison. Carl Webb played Origin after 15 games as a 20 year old Bronco. Paint us close. The mm. hype of Broncos gets you Origin jerseys. Yep. Matt Coleman, how on the heels. Hot on the heels, sorry. Bretton Sandlade's piss week Penenka. Mm-hmm. What is the most ill-conceived play and big moment in rugby league history? Kurt oh. Mann kicking the ball backwards. <laughs> um, How big was that game, though? It was. It's got to be Justin Hodges trying to throw the ball in his in goal in his Origin debut, right? It's right up there. Hmm. I'm trying to think though. Of, like, oh no, no, no! It's Billy Slater. Though. Billy Slater in, in for Australia. Oh yes. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Sorry. Because there's other bad plays I'm thinking of in my head, but it's like, that wasn't a big game. Like, Inglis's field goal attempt when yeah. they're down by two. But that, like was, round two. that was round very funny. Yeah. yeah, Billy Slater trying to save a 40-20, or was he trying to save something? Yeah. Threw the ball over his head, tried in New Zealand. Yes. Not yeah, that's got to be that. Yeah, and then Blake Ferguson did that in the finals against the Broncos two years ago, but then Latrell saved him on that regard. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Ben Hunt's last year running the ball was pretty much up there. That was bad. Yep. Uh... LV05. No one burnt their dinner last week, did they? The Knights must have been nearby because they're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Wow. Son. Jack Cronin. How were there decent hookers like Sigiaris just turpin running a reserve grade without a top 30 contract when a man by the name of Sioni Katoa are selling for Penrith? Good grief. What a terrible rugby league player. Well, you <laughs> answered your own question in your question. The answer is Penrith. Well, yeah. they had James Sigiaris. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, he's, there's just something puzzling about his career. We've mentioned it many a time, how he just always seems to struggle to find a club and a contract. It has, I don't know what's there, but when he's on the field, he performs. Mm. Yeah, but that's one of the positions. Hooker is always confusing. Like, there's so many clubs. Like Penrith, sorry, the Knights have signed like 17 of them in the last four or five years and still not in that maybe, one. Maybe the thing with Seggs is that they consider him to be too un- unpredictable. Mm. And that's just one of those things that he'll have to carry with him. Mm. Uh, makes me honest with do you think a concept similar to Super League Tri-Series could work in the current game Queensland to Wales and an invited nation as world team no nah it's got to stay I hate origin but it, yeah. as a concept it's perfect yeah it? I mean it's the it's the one thing that every stro- sport in Australia envies about rugby league it is but like AFL it's the it's genuinely the one thing that AFL wants to bring back that they, they tried don't several times and they yeah. failed every time yeah. yeah but I like it as it is it works as it is and then also I want the international game to grow on its own feet I don't want it to be and tagged by, into Origin. Exactly. And by having them separate, by having them play on the Friday and then the Origin game on the sat- on the Sunday or whatever it is, or mm. the, the Pacific game on the Saturday and the women's game on the Friday, et cetera, et cetera, having that weekend of footy, it's perfect. Uh, and I mean, like, in the past, the two best teams in the world have been the two Origin sides, but I'm not convinced by that right now. Is, anyway. it, to- is it Tonga? Well, it could be Tonga, could be New Zealand. It's Tonga. Yeah. Uh, mm. Frankie says, Mitch Awfulson has played near 300 games Ooh. and has been good in zero of them. How's the guy who hasn't got a position to still manage the career of nothingness yet has this, that many rings? He has proved his salary cut's working. Would he? Would he? Any, sorry, would any real club sign him? Yes, because they would. He played for the Roosters. People would sign him. Hey, he's got a position, mate, Orbison. But he is. I've said this before. He gets called underrated. He's the most overrated player of the last decade. Yeah. 
Like he people are still picking him in the origin teams this year, and it's like he's never been. But like that's always the question: like why, where, where who's, what's he doing? Where's he no. playing? He can't just run around. He plugs plenty of holes for South Roosters, but he's never been one of their best thirteen players. But like, again, he's not. He's not in the situation where he's like a fourteen. Like you either no. play him as a bench back rower, which doesn't necessarily exist, or play him as a center, which he's not good enough to do. Yeah, or... but again, giving him a... Like, what's the obsession with giving people origin jerseys that the Nuts have when they like have had like 300 games? Well, like he's one. The discussion that we had about Croker earlier, yeah. like he was the best, one of the best centers in the game a few years ago and he didn't get picked because he played for Canberra. Yeah, but now it's not the time, unfortunately. Yeah, which again is fine, but if they have a few people fall yeah. over, I could still see him I'm getting a run. I'm happy to see him picked if he gets picked. But it's a, it, there, there's got to be a process. You can't just get a jersey because you're owed one. Yeah, it's like an Orbison, he was awful in the weekend. The Brisbane destroyed him and he actually is a big part of why that Roosters left edge didn't hum. Boyd Corner's line running opens up lots of space for the troll that wasn't there. The troll didn't have any space, so like Mitch Orbison is just a shit Wade Graham. Let's be he honest. Is. Like he's just yeah, he's just an okay player. And Wade Graham still looks like a baby, and it's fine for him to be a Roosters club legend. He, he's definitely that. But like yeah. this talk of him being underrated or deserving rep jerseys is ridiculous. Mm. RCB so. Sharks is Scomo being such a public fan of an NRL team ultimately good or bad for rugby league as a whole? Well, maybe you should follow the team he grew up supporting, which was the Roosters. People don't know about that. No. Because Scummo from... fits, fits the Sharks better than nicknamed Scummo. Mm. <laughs> uh, is it good or bad? I don't know. I don't think anyone cares. Like, oh. it's like, we've always said, there's always been a problem when it's a fan, a fan of some team. Yeah, well, the last the last two... Kevin prim- Rudd was the Dragons, wasn't he? Yeah, Malcolm well, Turnbull was a Kevin fan Rudd of money. Kevin Rudd was a Brisbane Lions fan. He didn't yeah. care about rugby league. And so. Julia Gillard was a Western Bulldogs fan. Yeah, she Who was, was she a was Dragons a... fan. John Howard. John Howard. Yeah. <laughs> also, Costa Zoo, supposedly their number one season ticket holder for a while. There you go. I don't know if you know this, Dale, but Costa Zoo was never actually Prime Minister. <laughs> but he could be. Could be. <laughs> of I a bet, country I'll or t- president. I'll tell you what, he'd beat our current if he one. was currently the president of some random Eastern European country, would it shock you? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Belarus. Oh, Costa yeah. Zoo's the president. And then uh, his next could. question is, is Bill Shorten and Brian Smith playing for all the marbles who would be <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a gritty draw. <laughs> no, there are no marbles left. They've chucked them all down a drain. Yeah, it's going to consecutive sack races. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Mess underscore Ozil says, if you gave away a penalty in the 16th, 17th, 18th, 23rd, 26th, 31st, 34th, and 30, 33rd, 34th minute, and five of those were against the same player, <laughs> would yeah. you A, use a sin bin, mm. or B, completely abrogate your responsibility as a referee? Well, <laughs> good, good Dave, gear. I'll... Let me tell you, the fourth one wasn't a penalty, all right? Problem so, solved. There you go. Qu- it's a seat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so bad. Like, it was just reckless. Like We dropped the ball and then Sam just gave away like, three penalties in a row to get from their try line to our try line. And then, like, has, and then, and then has the nerve to complain what, to the ref like in back play. I don't think that one was warranted, sir. Yeah, yeah. Are he, you watching the game that you're playing and getting penalised in? I love Sammy, but God, he just he has a he has a idiot. He, ha, he the red mist just descends on him sometimes. The red, and it didn't and adjust God, in this well, game. If Leilua or Bateman had been there, they might have goaded him into getting sent off. So it was some random. It's always some random player. If, too, was, it was, if Bateman was, it was there, Hudson yeah. Young. Like he was dueling with Luke Keary a few weeks ago. I was like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Hudson Young and what's his what's Tyler Hansborough? What's the redhead guy's name? Corey Hawes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> <laughs> just, just showing no regard for, <laughs> for the lesser teams. There we go. Warwick Ahern says, with Hodges beating a bloke with a body like a bag of milk last oh, week. How have we not talked about <laughs> Do you this? think he should face Boxcar Billy or Boxcar Ira to continue <laughs> climbing Springfield <laughs> semi-pro boxing circuit? <laughs> Talked about people paid money to watch that. Well, those like, people are fools. They, well, a fool and their money are easily parted, Mitchell Doyle. But 
fuck me. Like, even at the very, very low bar, which NRL player fighting local homeless man has, <laughs> <laughs> even at that very low bar, that was under the bar. I mean, oh, like, where was my fat guy who fought Quade Cooper and stood up? Where, mate, that guy, back? at least he had a go. <laughs> he got straight off the plane from his hotel uh, holiday in Bali and he's been tank singlet and he took it to Quade Cooper for a couple yeah. of rounds. This bloke was falling to the ground before the punch even... <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure he took a dive. It was I embarrassing. Wanna, I literally want to know, like, where does this person come from? Where do they actually find these people? Like, these guys aren't in gyms. They're all so fat. You don't find these guys in a gym This anywhere. guy calls a gym James. He's yeah. the, the, the poor bloke. <laughs> well done, anyway, AJ Mithin, can we all combine for a monster bet on a certain Mitchell Pierce, Callum Pong, and joint Dally M? Yes. I mean, it's definitely worth, worth a bet on one of them. Mm. Uh, Maitland Mumbler says If the Dubs win a championship Without KD and Boogie Should the NBA move to Perth? Well they already did that Several times yeah, Well once Twice No they lost the next one yeah. Now you see People forget that The Warriors didn't need KD To beat every other team In the NBA They needed KD to beat LeBron Yes And they did And they did that And now now they've gone back KD's injured Well what a surprise They're still better than everybody else Because they, oh. they were before they got KD but it is the biggest surprise is obviously the bench players like Kevin Looney stepping up. The the deep depth guys have been quite good, but yeah. Um, they'll probably still win the championship without them. I think Katie's injury is worse than they're letting on. Scotty Howe, or H-A-U, has injury been the main reason Seguiaro has not been a more regular first grader? No. No. I He's th- never been injured. There's a, there's a lot of... I think there's a lot to it. Yeah. I think the whole... Uh, the unpredictability thing for me, and I don't really put it down to inconsistency because... He's fine. There's something... I, none of us know what it is, but it's not injury. <laughs> you know why he's not playing. Hamish Neal, should Ivan Cleary turn random Panthers outside back Lotto into a reality TV show? <laughs> really just going to vote on their favourite combinations who get to start each week. <laughs> why not? Like a shit bachelor. It is. Uh, Josh Hunter Gunton one. Is the Eels on the downward trend? Are the Eels? Or will they play Panthers into form like they did the, for the Knights? I think the Eels being at Bank West will keep them alive. Uh, Danny Boy, 1995. Did Kronk's retirement announce itself to take the glory away from Gallon's record-breaking achievement? <laughs> yeah, getting the L's from Manly was, a, was an upset. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think, who was it last? It was Melbourne last week that they beat, wasn't it? Who did they <laughs> beat last week? Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Mario Siegs once says, what is more alarming, the idea of Cleary and by playing Origin or your podcast ending? Empire's not playing Origin. No way. He was in Mal's teams, but Mal's teams also he picked James Roberts in the centres because he's been back in the Broncos side apparently. Right. But this, and then he said because of pick and stick. And what what Mal's really admitting is that I never really watched this game. I picked the same team and stick with it because I don't know who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> and my team was just good, but I was with Queensland. That's good. That's good. That's it. I think that's all the questions. Oh, all let right. me let me just quickly scroll back again. Well, I chuck my hand into a bag of jats already. Uh, this is terrible radio, so I'll, uh, that's I'll, it. I'll fill. Suck your hand in the bag of jats. Eh? Th- thanks, <laughs> mate. Anyway, enough about my jats crackers. <laughs> uh, I think that'll do it for this week, gents. Yeah. Thank you for having me. As, one, as, as always, uh, may your back be more well healed and may your legs continue to be. Thank you for Thanks for having me, guys. And now we'll see you next week. Bye. Yep.